Are you a Biggie fan, Tupac fan, or do you like Post Malone? Are you half guard or heel hook? Are you new school or old school? Welcome to Tapping In This Episode 67, and this week, Roy and I are going to talk all about old school versus new school. Is one better than the other? Do they eventually come full circle and what is now old become new again? We're going to get into that and so much more on episode 67 of Tapping In. Sit back, enjoy the show. We are back. We are back. I'm tired tonight, man. I'm sleepy. <laughs> and why is that? I don't know. Just um, <laughs> we're going to power through this, though. <laughs> Got yeah, it. We're going to power through. But we're back. That's we the key thing. I haven't listened to last week's episode yet. I did. I didn't yeah. listen to it on the uh, on the uh, the main line. I just have tapes of it that I uh, listened to. Yeah, there were some funny moments. There were. When I was editing it last night, that's the only thing I give a shit about. By the way, yeah, if it laughs, I just want to fucking laugh. I I was editing it last night, and Max was in here, and we were just listening to it while I was getting it ready to upload, uh-huh. and we were cracking up. Yeah, <laughs> which part? I was like the first like twenty minutes, and I was just like Jesus. Like right out the gate, we're doing Macho Man and talk. I was like, was oh it. yeah. But you know, I will say this: like it was one of the few episodes where I went home and I told Steph, I was like, "This was a funny episode." I was like, "We had a lot of fun with this one." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tonight will be no different. Well, I mean, I'm going to start off like not funny, but I'm just I'm trying to understand this thing. I, I you know, I only do like one meal a day. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but I kind of supplement it by doing a greens drink before. Okay. So my greens drink is basically like four handfuls or two handfuls of kale, and now I'm finding out kale is not good for me. They have this thing called oxalates, and I'm like, what the frig? I th- I'm a big believer in everything in moderation, including honey. moderation. <laughs> okay. No, I, <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> I love it, but my McDonald's body. has the greatest fucking deal now. You buy a Big Mac, and you get another one for a dollar. How do you beat that? There's not a lot of meat in the Big Macs. I was just reading two, something where it's two like- Two patties. Yeah, but you actually get more meat in a quarter pounder than you do in a Big Mac. Oh, no doubt. But they have a quarter pounder as part of that deal as well. Like if you get a quarter pounder, you can get another quarter pounder for a buck. That's right. No, you get get the post McDonald's. (laughs) You sit there like, what have I done? You feel like shit right afterwards. Oh, man. But during it, it's great. Now, when you get home after this. It's like drinking. Okay. Because I find myself coming home. And Pookie's always like, what do you want to eat? And I go, just give me something light. Mm-hmm. And she she hit me with like Chipotle. No. And I'm like, I'm polishing off three quarters of it. And I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> but it's fucking great. I will go home and I will. I typically try to eat something a little bit heavier before I come before? in at night. Okay. On Wednesdays? Yeah, on Wednesdays. Okay, got it. I'll eat like heavy. Um, like I'll put like whatever my macros are for the day. I'm doing like 70% of my macros. And then some days, like I'll go get something to eat from like Paris baguette or like, like a salad or like something small just to like get me through. You did something really interesting last week. You had like a load of sushi right before we went on. Yeah, I did. That was really, yeah, I did. That was tough to watch you. I have to say, I was like, give me one of those. Dude, I I told you grab one. You're like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I can't. It's like. When I was in college, it's like I hated this one guy. I really liked him. He was a great guy. But he would always order Domino's pizza. And I didn't have a pot to piss in in college. And I'm always looking at him like, 
Can you give me a slide? I'm like the kid in the window looking in the candy shop. Why? I asked you. I said, I said. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like, it's just, you got to have that kind of willpower. I think I did. I don't know. No. You did. I ate it all. <laughs> I, I ate it all. I, okay. So you polish through all that sushi. Mm -hmm. Are you going to the bathroom in the middle of the night? Like, or are you like, no. you're riding through to the morning and then Not going right to the bathroom? The morning. I'm good to go. Wow. Yeah, well, I also, I like, I don't eat heavy during the day. Oh, okay. Yeah, like Wednesdays, Wednesdays, I'm very different with the way I do things because of the podcast and getting home late. Right. So, you know, like a night like tonight, like I eat real heavy before I got here. What's heavy? Give me a, give me a meal. <sighs> like, let's see, I think I did like 400 grams of white rice. But it's clean, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, when I think heavy, I'm thinking like three slices of pizza heavy. No, 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 like, like 400 grams of white rice. Okay, that's not heavy. Though. That's... Um. But like my macros, like I'm probably taking like six to seven hundred on the day, depending on the day. Okay. So I'm doing most of it right there. So, and you don't eat when you get home. Well, I'll you jump if, in the shower and go right to bed. What I'll do is, uh, I'll probably go home tonight and I'll probably grab like a chicken breast, and okay. I'll just eat the chicken breast. Like by hand, you just grab the chicken breast by hand, you throw it in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not throwing any sauce on it. No. Nah. Damn. No, nah, we season it a little bit. I can't do that. I need some good, like, baby rays. But, like, today I did, like, eggs in the morning. Then I had the right rice. And then I threw in, like, half of a Bubba burger to mix it up with the rice. I've and never had a Bubba burger. They're Any delicious. good? Yeah, they? they're worth it. Now, what's the deal with Bubba? What, what's the deal with Bubba burger? They're just, they're thick. They're fat. But are they regular meat? Yeah. Okay. But okay. they have different meat too. Like okay, they, you can one with like cheddar and bacon already mixed in it. It's, oh, I thought it was like you can bison or like elk or something like they that. Have, I think they have a bison one. Okay. And uh, I know they do like turkey and chicken patties wow. and all that stuff. Okay. So I'll probably get home tonight. I'll have like a like a chicken breast. Eat that real quick. I got Jersey Mike's water. waiting for me when I get home. You always have the Jersey I Mike's waiting for you. Jersey Mike's. I don't know what it is, man. They're good, man. I walk in there. I'm happy. It smells good. Tastes yeah, good. I don't know what it is. it's. just like that oil and vinegar kind of oh, thing. Like gets me all excited. Like in my loins, I'm feeling very, very. You know. Well, after last hot. week, it's because you know the Jews apparently love delis and deli meat. That was all. Dude, Jewish I was going to send you week. some like 25 top Jewish foods, and I'm like, fuck, I don't give a shit at this point. I'm just going to take his ass over to a deli and like say, this is what it is. I think I think we should do a photo shoot at a deli. Let's do it, baby. And that should be. Because right now, I'm going to be honest with you, I hate the picture we use on Spotify you for the like podcast. That I like that's That's you, Tom, Gary, and uh, I, Carlos. I love the picture. Okay. I don't like it for the podcast because okay. where's Roy? Oh, I get it. Okay. I kind of like being sort of like uh, no. a mystery. No. Um, can you please get a fucking Instagram? <laughs> yes. Yes. Fucking People a. are driving me crazy. I'm going to do it this week. Yeah. But you say it on the podcast and then everyone mentions me. They're like, where's Roy's Instagram? Where's <laughs> I'm like, really I don't want to see what goes on in my life. Yeah. They right, this, know. Is, this is my life. Everybody. I literally wake up. It's at, at one in the afternoon. God. Pookie says to me, let's watch an episode of the office. Great. I'm sitting in bed. Watch that. Watch that. And I say, okay, babe, my day's about to begin. I walk the dog, eat a breakfast or eat a, like a late lunch or whatever I'm doing. And then I sit down on the couch and I, I'm waiting to like take a nap at five o'clock. That's my day. Wow. Every fucking day. That's my day. But you worked so hard to get those days. <laughs> I know. I get it. I believe me. I get it. Okay. And then at night. That's you know, why you come in so rested for the second podcast. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> Life's not good. a carrot that is good It's for really, you. really good. And I got like 20 more years of this, too. I don't at even know least, what to do with myself. At least 20 more years. Okay, so game plan my life. I guess it's going to be an, an Instagram kind of thing, and people will see what this is. People love that shit, dude. I know. I guess they do. You and Freddie walking around. Oh, my God. They'll Freddy's love the man. You. They'll love you. People love dogs. <laughs> I know. I got nothing <laughs> personal on my Instagram. What? Okay, you mentioned that, and I get it from a safety perspective, yeah. but you have so many great pictures you can do. I just like to do them. I mean, that then you got you you make some good looking kids. Is my point. I don't like sharing my kids. That's my point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're not going to do that, but it's funny. I was looking at my Instagram the other day. I was like, I wonder if there's any pictures of my house. Not one. No. <laughs> Not one. There's a picture of glasses on my kitchen table, but you can't see the house. It's literally just the glasses on the table. What was that? like? I mean, well, I got brand new sunglasses from Dr. Barrio. So I, or oh, is that like, what I'm looking at over there? No, these are from uh, Blender's Eyewear. I would love it if they sponsored the podcast. Wow. Because are those prescriptors? No, no, no. These are just regular sunglasses, but I got to tell you. They're slick looking. So let me tell you about a little bit about Blender's. If you get a chance, Scum. check them out blend, at Blender's on Instagram. And that's like the regular spelling, B-L-E-N-D-E-R-S. B-L-E-N-D-E-R-S. Got it. Uh, I bought a pair. My sister got me a pair as a gift that I really liked. Uh, it's actually this pair right here, this blue pair. They're pretty and advanced got, looking. Like Yeah, they're like completely like stereotypically advanced looking. Yeah, and these are like red, white, and blue. These are their, they're called uh, the Blenders United pair. Okay. This was like a limited edition, like America one. I like them. So they're not expensive. Okay. Okay. I think this pair right here, to get them polarized, they probably cost like, I don't know, 70 bucks. Okay. Okay? I've got a pair. Do they get okay. fingerprints on them? Oh, Roy, if they do, look at this. No, I know it's easy Little to wipe it off. No, I get it, but gone. it's like, it kind of looks not, like it would attract fingerprints. It's not terrible. Oh, I scratched these up by treating them like shit. Anyway, so I've gotten expensive sunglasses. Okay. I've gotten Pradas, I've gotten Burberry, gotcha, gotcha. the Ray-Bans. My Prada sunglasses are probably the worst sunglasses I've ever owned. Which is unfortunate. They're just cheaply made. Really? Something's always popping off. Wow, that yeah, sucks. I lost it. Doesn't that like undermine Horrible. everything that you think about, like a, a like a luxury product? They scratch. So wow. I've had these. I've beat these to shit for the last year and a half. They finally have scratches now because I left them on the desk Blenders. and like shit was getting thrown away. Get to work. Order them up. Something very cool looking. I love these. They're advanced. They're very like. Uh, I have. I have two pairs. Right. I bought Steph two pairs. I bought my sister a pair. They're the best. All right. And they're not that expensive. And you use them driving, right? Use they, them all the time. Wow. I, I actually have three pairs because I have a pair of their blue light glasses as well. Right, right. That I use for work. That's so cool. They inexpensive. Yeah. Inexpensive. I spent like $90 to get a pair polarized and they're fantastic. When I got the one pair, I had to like fight Steph to get them off her face. She wanted to wear those. Wow. I, I'll, I mean, I'll, they are stereotypically futuristic looking. They have so many cool things too. Yeah. You know, like I like my pit vipers. My pit vipers are just a fucking cool look. <laughs> right. But these blenders, man, they have so many different styles. Again, they're not they're not a sponsor of the show, but check them out. I love them. I got now, zero could complaints. an old guy like me get away with that look? Yeah, because they have different looks. Because I'm like all into the Ray Ban and that kind yeah, of like, thing. Look at these. These got like little like little no, I like I, I, I like them. I like but they have like plain like you know they have like a pair of like Wayfair looking ones. Like they That's have what everything. I'm about. Yeah, yeah. So you got to understand, as an older guy, it's like I have to basically not be too fashion forward because you look like a douchebag right you know but you don't want to feel like you're stuck in the but 50s. you don't want to f- <laughs> that's pretty much what i got you i got you You know exactly what i'm talking about you have to remember too i purposely <laughs> this is the quandary of my life i also purposely get the super futuristic looking ones oh, i just like that style <laughs> okay 
Yeah, like the like my uh, my blue light glasses look like aviators. Nice. Yeah, okay, they're great. I get yeah, check them out. I get. It. I definitely will. I mean, it's one of those things. It's like I I do prescriptions in my sunglasses, which is a game changer for me. Yeah, I got that's what I got to get a pair of. Holy shit, man! I have to. I mean, it, it, I was on the golf course once and I put them on. I was like, wow. Because I used to wear like a, like an idiot. I'd wear my regular glasses and then sunglasses over my glasses. Been there. I look like a total tool. Been there. Yeah. I can't do that anymore. No. Get the right. script. I will. Uh, I do have a question about uh, my son once again with the dating life. I, he won't let us set him up on blind dates. So I don't know what to do. With that. I think that's a great idea. Okay. Don't. <laughs> In other words, don't get that. He said to me the other day, he goes, Dad, would you mind if I live, you know, at the house for like another three, uh, three years because I got to do school and I'm like, sounds great to me, kid. I, I, I you know, I like having you around. He's yeah. like, you don't mind paying for this and that. And I'm like, dude, I, I don't, buddy, I don't mind paying for any of that stuff. I mean, yeah. but I do say, how do you like live with the idea of at 28, 29, still living at home? How do you, you're the one that has to deal with that stuff. It's super normal now. Yeah. But all of his buddies are getting married. So he, you know, he's got a little bit of that, you know, he's, pull. Al- he's almost over the hill, dude. Kind of. <laughs> he's almost there. He's almost there. He's like three years away from like cashing <laughs> out, having his bachelor pad and there's no looking back. Absolutely. Essentially what you would he's have He's almost in the promise. Like, <laughs> hold on, Jace. Stay strong. Stay strong. <laughs> nice. But listen, don't set him up on a blind date. That's horrible. And here's I why. Just- you ever gotten a gift from someone okay. that you don't really like, but you have to like, you get a t-shirt right? and you have to wear it when they're around. <laughs> yeah. Cause like you don't want them to feel bad. Of course. Now or, imagine or doing that. Or you get it as a gift, a family gift and you have to wear it when they come to your house. That's what I mean. Oh jeez. Now imagine doing that with a person. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. When you get set up on did a blind you, date, did, I was going to ask you, like, what what was like one of your worst blind dates? Because I remember mine. I'm trying to think if I ever had one. Okay, I had one. I was working at Bennigan's. I was a bartender. I get set up by this Bennigan. Woman. I never came. Never been the first time. <laughs> Very good. You remember Bennigan's? I know you do. I'm not this far. I, I think Steph used to work at a Bennigan's. Nice. I love her even more now. <laughs> uh, I'm working at Bennigan's. Woman says, "I have just the girl for you." I'm like. And I'm always looking for a free lay. So, you know, because that's the way I operated back then. And so I got set up. This girl was like, I'm six feet. She was six two. And she was thick. I mean, like athletic thick. Now we're talking. (laughs) Now we're talking. But I couldn't get anywhere with this girl. We went to go see European vacation. That's how long ago this day was. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And uh, get out. And I'm like, I'm thinking I'm, I'm making a move at this point. You know, I took her out for dinner. I'm going for it. And she like gives me the Heisman and that was it. And I'm like, okay, let's just go home already. Probably cause you had to get on your tiptoes to kiss her. Uh, we were in the car, but I oh, know exactly yeah. what you mean. It, it's like, it's weird when you're like the girl's a little taller than you. And I'm thinking I'm pretty tall. Yeah. You know, I like that. And the weird thing is that my girlfriend at the time, oh yes, I cheated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, dirty <laughs> dog. Oh, yeah, dirty dog. My girlfriend at the time was five one, which was really weird. <laughs> That's interesting. That's quite the change. I know. It was really weird. Yeah. I kind of liked having a, a five foot one girlfriend though. 
Yeah. Yeah, it, it was like they she have little hands. They weren't no, no, no. They weren't too heavy on the body, and it's like you know you could almost sort of like wrap your arm around them a lot easier, kind of thing. I don't know when they're six two. Jeez, that's a lot of woman. Steph's the smallest woman I've ever been with. That's a lot of female DNA there. Listen, before Steph, yeah. I, I only wanted behemoths. Okay, you're six one, right? Yeah. Okay, behemoth is what like. Like, Give me a, a height and a weight. Like, I would I would prefer if when she wore heels, she was taller. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And that wasn't for like... So like, that is that a fetish thing? No. Or what is that? No. Okay. It has nothing to do with physical give me, attraction. Give me your thoughts. I wanted to breed D1 athletes. Ah. I was looking for the genetic pool. So there was a utilitarian kind of uh, effect going yeah. on here. Like, I wasn't like, oh, wow, she's pretty. I was like, hmm. She's tall. We could definitely make some linebackers. Okay. She's broad. All right, so let me gameplay this a little bit. Would you have taken it further with a big girl, even though, let's say, she was like a seven or a six? Because you 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 tracked a good-looking girl. Oh, yeah. Okay, you would have uh, made that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that trade-off. But you know what was always the problem, too? See, I always needed a cute face. I'd start... I mean, yeah, I needed a cute face. If I told you some of the reasons that I stopped talking to girls, you'd be like, wow, that guy's fucking shallow. But the reality is there are certain things I'm like, I just I can't get over that. Like, I can't overlook it. Of course, but that's... that You like what you like. The heart likes what the heart likes. Yeah. I mean... I remember when I first saw Steph, when I first met her, she was sitting down, so I didn't know. When we had our first date... And she got it from the table to hug me. And I saw she was like five, one and a half. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I saw all my hopes and dreams go out the window. Because she was so cute sitting there. She was so cute. You know what it was with her, too? What's that? She was, till this day, the sweetest, most caring person I've ever fucking met. Wow. Till this day. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And we're married now. So I can tell you right now, there's days where I absolutely want to fucking kill her. But she's still the sweetest nicest most just she's good hearted selfless person good hearted yeah, yeah which was a change for me because i was used to you know what you know <laughs> it's a very popular word over there in europe i'm not going to use it on here you know cunty folks i love when you break into like the latina accent <laughs> i was listening to the last podcast and we were talking about it i and mean you, it and you, you were talking about like jason bringing home a latina girl oh yeah and you're going into the eye poppy or something <laughs> It's true. Me up. It's true. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> like really loco kind of crazy. Oh, yeah, they'll cut you. <laughs> They're gonna chop your dick off. Um but yeah, as far as like blind dates, I never had one. I will say this though, I'll share this story. All right. Uh my mom would always tell me about like, oh, I work with this girl, I work with this girl, I work with this girl, and then she'd yeah, get me yeah, all yeah. excited. I'm like, show me a picture. And she'd show me a picture, and I'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Do you realize no. what I attract? No. I remember one time, yeah, I remember my mom's not that much older than me. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I remember there was one time where I would go to, I would go to Kathmandu on Friday nights. Okay. And there was one night where my mom was part of like the happy hour crew that me and my guy friends would try to go after. Okay. So she was there with all her work friends. She's like, I want to introduce you to this girl. I'm like, all right, let me see. And then I saw, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, do you have any clue what I'm attracted to? One time. Okay. She was like, I want to introduce you to this girl. And I was like, stop right there. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know anything. She's like, no, I think you would like her. I was like, mom, I don't want to know anything about her. Wow. What turned you after the girl? I'm just curious. Nothing. I didn't even meet her. I just didn't want my mom to set her up anymore. Oh, I get you. I was like, we're done. Your taste is horrible. Wow. Well, 
I actually ran into that girl. <laughs> okay. The first time I probably should have said yes, to my mom. Oh, she like, swanned she, out. Uh, no, this was this. I didn't even see her picture. Oh, okay, I gotcha. I shut my mom down before she even took her shot. Oh wow! And I was like, "Geez," I was like, "Mom, this this is where you hit the override button, Mary Lou." So he goes, "Well, I think she has a boyfriend now." I'm like, "Why?" I'm like, "See what happens when you fail so many times." But I did end up getting to know her. She was a great girl. She's a great girl. All right. Um. Didn't get to know her in that way, but you know, she was a sweetheart. Talked right. to her a couple of times. Very nice girl. But yeah, that was the one time I told my mom, I was like, You you fucked up. Your last ones were so terrible. You should have hit the override button. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like my mom was like this like shitty D one double A school that kept telling me how good their <laughs> quarterbacks were. And then I was like, I'm not looking at your quarterbacks. And then lo and behold, here's fucking Tom Brady. I'm like, Jesus. This one actually was good. But. That's pretty funny. Yeah, Jason has a particular taste, though. So I know his taste. His taste is adobo. All right. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. You tell me. You know my son. What do you think his taste is? I'm curious. Well, based on what you've told me so far, I okay. think he likes those exotic-looking chicks. I think he likes them a little bit tan. I think he likes them a little bit. No, no. I'm going to say he, the opposite of his mother. Yes. His mother is a true woman. Mm -hmm. She is an extremely sexy woman. That's what attracted me, and, and I always say I don't I don't understand how he doesn't see that. Like he really likes a sort of girl next door, almost mousy glasses. Oh, he likes them cute, like very very cute. Yeah. In fact, he had a girlfriend. And by the way, the only reason why I'm talking like this is because uh, he doesn't ever listen to these podcasts. Um, so liberating. Yeah, it really is. But uh, I get away with the locks. I know people don't listen. <laughs> if, some of, if some of Steph's friends listen to this podcast, we have a no, lot I, less friends. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your husband said this. They'd be like, you don't listen to Miguel's podcast? Well, he <laughs> talked about you. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> are you suddenly going to Tom? I don't listen. It was all Roy. <laughs> That fucking old man. All right, so Jake right, so likes. So he likes the cutie. He likes the glasses. He likes um, who's that chick from the movies that he really, really digs? Oh, um, Selena Gomez. You know that kind of look. Oh, that's right. Well, you told me he used to have like Disney porn. Yeah, yeah, he had Disney porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like so he digs that shit. sort of small kind of girl. And I'm like, Jay, you're like kidding. Anna Kendrick type stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like mousy. There's another one though with like oh Chloe Moretz. I forget her name. Yeah, they're kind of like that, you know, that they're kind of like a, like a like a guy's girl. Sort of. They're cute. They're funny. You can bring them around to your friends. Bingo. No one's going to try to fuck them. Right. <laughs> but he, at the same but he time, likes them cute. But they're cute. They're dude, cute, dude. He brought home. Well, he didn't bring home. I was at, those girls are dangerous because they tend to be very nice girls. All right, I was going to tend go to be one, very caring. I was going to go a different direction with this because the coolest chick he ever had was this uh, ballerina. Okay, Jack Yikes. Yikes. She was so smoking. Uh, I'm like, I had met her. At, we were at Lifetime. So you said her. ballerina. All I pictured was her having jacked up feet. And I was like, nope. Uh, no, I didn't see the feet. Yeah, she probably kept them covered. She, yeah, you're probably right. But she's a ballerina. They're probably all fucking hunched know. over and crooked and bleeding. And ugh. That was a pretty girl. That was a really, really cute girl. But anyway, so, you know, that's his taste. So I, it's like, I know what he likes, but I just don't want to set him up. You know, with any kind of blind dates and this and that, whatever. I'll fuck it up somehow. You know. Parents always do. And the other thing, the worst thing is that if they if he brings home one of these freaking like Karen 
liberal types that's really going to bum me out. I don't think out. he will. Oh, that's going to bum me out so I don't bad. think he will. You know? I don't think that's in him. Like, give me one of these, like, you know, pro-abortion types. I'm like, what the fuck out of my house? Yeah, but those liberals are great. For what? They're freaks. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, some The prettiest hair. girls are conservatives, I think. No, you nothing get, about being pretty. I'm talking about when oh, those okay, lights come bed. off. I don't know, maybe. Maybe you're right. I don't they're, know. Maybe I could be wrong. They're nasty. <laughs> you're like, yeah. And they're definitely on the pill. They're I know like, that. Yeah, I hate Donald Trump, too. He's oh, like, my. Oh, talk dirty to me. He's like, oh, <laughs> Bernie should have won. Oh, yeah, I'm going to come. <laughs> fucking rainbow shoots into the sky. It's a oh, fucking rat. Yeah, I, I, it's like... <laughs> And, and Jason, so he goes to me, I go, Jay, if you ever bring home a girl like that, it's like, I don't know what I'm going to say to her. And he says to me, he goes, dad, you don't have that problem. I go, what do you mean? He goes, because I'll just pull her out of the house before you even open your mouth. And I'm like, well, Jay, it's my house. So it's like my yeah. rules. Or just don't bring her into the house until yeah. it's serious. And yeah. Until you have a kid. Yeah. So <laughs> just don't invite me to the wedding. Yeah. I no, know. I, um, yeah. Steph was also like the first girl that my family met and they were like, they dig her. Yeah. They yeah. liked her right out the gate. My sister loved her, which was huge. I remember telling That's Steph, I was huge. like, look, I was like, look, cause your sister was probably like counting on saying no, no, no. Yes. Kind of thing. Yeah. I told Steph, I was like, look, uh, did you warn uh, your, did you warn Steph like prior to walking to the house? I was accurate. Oh man. The first night she, so the first night she met with like, like my crew, uh, -huh. Uh, we went to go see The Right, which okay. is a movie about exorcism. With uh, oh, Dennis, The Right, R I T E, Dennis Hopkins. Dennis Hopkins. Yeah, who's the guy that played Anthony Hopkins? Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, The Right is R I T E. R I T E. He plays a priest, I think. Yeah, yeah. So we went with Sean. Okay. And my sister. All right. And I told her, I was like, "Listen, this is when you were still in the in the attic, though." Oh yeah. Okay. The penthouse. The pent. <laughs> Sorry, brother. The penthouse. <laughs> Okay. I had to sexy it up. Sorry. Oh, dude, it was. Don't you worry. It was the penthouse. <laughs> See, I'm thinking Greg Brady, Brady Bunch. You're up I in the attic. I thought you had a penthouse. I do have a penthouse. His mom's <laughs> attic. Shh. <laughs> it's the top floor, right? I got a living room. I got a bathroom. There's no bathroom. If you have a dick, you have a bathroom. Just open the window. <laughs> Look shoot at it the out view. the fucking door. Right. I had a fridge, wine, Get it. I love vodka. It. Okay. Oh, dude, I was. And like you were only twenty five at the time too. Like twenty, like I probably around between twenty two to twenty five. There you go, baby. I was making double O sevens up there. I had a shaker. Oh, it was a <laughs> wild time. Money, money. It was fantastic. Anyway, nice. I hope my wife doesn't listen to this episode. But <laughs> Miguel's bachelor days. Oh god. <laughs> if people could see my face. Right but here's now. the weirdest thing: it's like everybody has had those days. You need them. You need them exactly. They're vital. Don't be an idiot like me and get married right out of college. But but no. But I told Steph, I was like, listen, don't worry about meeting my mom. If my mom doesn't like you, eh, we can get around that. Right. I was like, if my sister doesn't like you. Uh, yeah, it's next. You're dead in the water. Right, right, right. I was like, she's always going to win. Because she's going to carry on this but, vendetta for a long time. But it's funny. I remember telling Steph, I was like, hey, just a heads up. My friends and I, we don't always get into fights, but every now and then we go out and things get a little wild. Right. right. So just, you know, be on your toes today if you got to go. Like, if I say we got to get out of here, or, you know, just, you know, be alert. Sure enough, we got in a fucking fight at Applebee's that night. Like a physical fight? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so like people had to get in between it to like stop it before it got even That's worse. That's unbelievable. Yeah. We never started. I mean, it. Applebee's is a family restaurant. Who does that? Well, we met up with Bobby and Grant. But that. still who like, well, this is why I don't go to fight nights at these bars anymore. Oh, so this because was late. 
This was we not were, like family hour, was like later five, at six, night. seven o'clock. We were there for the UFC. Oh, I get it. Okay, all right. Packed bar Everyone's area. Yelling. Got it. Okay, yeah, I got this it. one guy was like, "Yo, move!" And Bobby turned around and he's like, "Are you talking to me?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, I can't see." So Bobby looks at him and is like, "Where do you want me to move to? Because it's <laughs> packed. You can't go right. anywhere." Yeah, 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 yeah. This fucking guy gets up and he's like, "Yo, bro, fuck you up right here." Blah blah blah. <laughs> So now I hear Sean screaming from across the bar. So I grab the kid and get in his face. My sister starts laughing. She's like, you're going to die. Because the kid was like maybe like five, 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 six. Okay. But that's what happens at these fights. And then his friends and then like the Applebee's managers came out. And they're like, if you guys don't sell down, you're all going to go outside. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, if yeah. we go outside, you're fuck- we're going to fight. Um, so it got separated. But like she got to see like it escalates very quickly. And we never oh, instigate okay. this shit ever. Right on. Got it. That was the second to last time that I ever went out to watch a UFC fight because it's like, yeah, I don't blame you for that. These people drink yeah, and yeah, they yeah. don't train or they don't. And like at the time I was like, you know, a blue belt, almost purple belt. So I've been training for a while. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. already doing the MMA and I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this right now, dude. Like I'm trying to watch this fight and like learn or pick some shit up. You're just trying to show off. Like I'll fucking kill you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I went to Hooters one time and the experience was just so terrible that I was like, I'm never going out for fights again. I, I don't blame you. Yeah. I mean, it's just so stupid, the environment. Yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings does it right, though. I hear that. I Buffalo hear that. Buffalo Wild Wings does it right. Wow. Because you have to stay at the table and like keep ordering shit. Okay. Yeah, so it doesn't get too crazy because you're at a fucking you're, you're going to the one on Route 1? I mean, I haven't gone in a while. I okay. did it the last time I went. Oh, God. The last time I went to go see fights at Buffalo Wild Wings, when Anderson Silva broke his leg on Chris Weidman. Oh, that was nasty. And it was in Arizona. Yikes. I was with my brother-in-law and his wife. That was a nasty break. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, poor yeah. Anderson. I love that dude. But then Chris Wyman did the same thing against Yeah, Ronald. exactly. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Crazy about that. Poetic Crazy. justice there. It's coming back, though. Coming back uh, in a couple weeks. I don't know. I got a funny story for you. Check this out. So I was there on Saturday night at Jared's house. Okay, here's the setup. Me, Jared, Cote, um, Steve, Taylor, and Ursh. Ershad Wahed. Yeah, exactly. I love that guy. I love Ersh. I love all those guys. Steve is amazing. Taylor was I great. I want to know how he got a Saturday night off. That's what I'm curious Yeah. About. Well, I got into that too. I'll, I'll give you that story real fast. But Jared is congratulating Jack. Okay. Just, just as background here for anybody that's not part of our school here. Uh, Jared is hosting the fights. Mm-hmm. Jack is really, really a sweet guy. Sort of... Uh, really studies hard for school at any rate. So he's finally graduating law school. Mm-hmm. So Jared says, congratulations, congratulations, all those things. By the way, I'm hosting the fight. Why don't you come over and, uh, and you know, we'll toast you, that kind of thing. So he goes to the door and there's another Jack in our school who's Thai, yep. who's like Asian. And he opens the door and he goes, what are you doing here? He goes, you invited me over for the fights. Jared had the wrong Jack in his uh <laughs> So it's like he gets Asian Jack as opposed to white bread Jack. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking. Jack walks man. down and, and like, like, hey, man. <laughs> well, he like messaged me. He's like, hey, how old is uh is the new kid Jack? Yeah. And so I, was, I was like, Asian Jack? Which, by the way, I don't know why people get upset about this. I was, there's, there's no this new, reason to get upset. There's this new show on HBO called The Idol. Okay. And like the one character's like, all right, explain, like, what did this guy look like? Right. And like the one character's like, well, he was he was a person of color. And he's like, okay. Right, right, right. I've seen what, this kind what, of what, Did he look Hawaiian? Right. And she's like, 
he was a person of color. He's like, was he brown? Like, what was he? He was a person. He's like, is he black? You can say he was black. Was he black? And she's like, yeah. He goes, okay. He was a black guy. Now we're getting right. somewhere. And I'm like, why are people scared? Like, he yeah. Was black. Like, no, you can say that. Like, we have multiple jacks. It's like, which jack is it? Well, white jack or Asian jack? Well, I was waiting Asian to get jack. to that point. Exactly. It's it like, Asian jack. But Jared is just texting the wrong guy Dude. and saying congratulations on uh, graduating law but school. But you know what? That's I love Jared. But like, like just get this. So this kid Jack, he you know he trains once a week. He's been here for about He's five, Asian six, Jack. six months. As opposed Asian to Jack. white Jack. But like Jared's one of those guys. Like he's so welcoming. Yeah, he is. That the first day he meets you, he's like, "Hey, here's my number. You need right. anything?" And, and I've told him I was like Jared, like. Maybe wait until they get their fucking blue belt before you start giving, like, giving out numbers. Like, I don't even learn their name until purple belt. Like, yeah. It's so funny. Like, every once a year, I'll clean out my contacts in my phone, you know, because I invited people to my house all the time. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, oh, he's not training anymore. He's not training anymore. He's not training yeah, like, anymore. See you later. Exactly. Yeah. I, and I've told that to people too. Like, listen, you know, you make these strong bonds on the mat. Kind of, yeah. And then you quit. And listen, some people leave for a little bit, but when it's official, like you're gone, you're not coming yeah. back. Show goes on. Exactly. Exactly. Show goes on. I can think of a few people that I was genuinely, genuinely friendly with. Yeah. Done at this gone. point. I mean, I love them still, but you know. Well, because not. you realize like sometimes you don't always have things in common. Sometimes mm-hmm. you do have some things in common, right. but the main core thing you have in common is you BJJ. met on these mats. Absolutely. And then once you lose the BJJ, it's like, all right, well, now I'm going to invite you over, uh-huh. but now you're going to hang out with all my jujitsu friends and you're the guy who quit. Yeah. It gets a weird, it's, it's a weird vibe. Yeah. No and it's like, it. so how do you guys mean? It's like, oh, he used to train at Montgomery. It's like, oh, what happened? Did you move? <laughs> nah, I just kind of stopped. Why don't okay. you come back, man? And now, now it's everyone's yeah. like, dude, come back. And exactly. it's like, it just creates this weird vibe. It's like, he's not coming back. He's fucking lazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people are thinking. They don't want to say it, though. Yeah, they don't want to say it. He's not fucking coming back. <laughs> I love the guys who start telling me all their fucking injuries. When you go back, like, oh, I would, but you know, my shoulder and my knee and my back and my hymen and all this shit. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, I don't want to fucking hear it. Exactly. Just say, I don't want to do it. I'll I respect saw, that I more. saw a dude like that at uh, Mavis, okay? And this is the pinky guy. Oh, yeah. Okay, I saw him, and I go, dude, why aren't you training anymore, that kind of thing? And he says, oh, he's just getting hurt too much. And I'm like, <laughs> exactly. I mean, what do you say to it, to that? You're just like, okay, yeah, now I get it. I get it, you know? But nice, nice guy, but... Great guy, you know? Jiu-jitsu is for everyone. Not everyone's uh, for jiu-jitsu. That's a great way of putting it. I mean, listen, like, at the end of the day, you're not learning patty cake. No, no, you got it. Like tonight, I was uh, rolling with uh, Carmine a little bit, and Carmine's got it way about 230, 240, somewhere in there. Yeah. And um, he was doing a case of Katami, and I'm saying, put your fucking weight on me. If yeah. you have that kind of weight, put it on me. Well, that's early white belt phases, right? Like, no, I get it. But I'm just saying, like, you, you're you going to get hurt. Like, every now and then, I'm, I'm going to get, like, a, a bruised rib or something like that. And mm-hmm. put it, But that's the way you got to learn. Yeah. You Unfortunately, I, I love Carmine. Uh, oh, great, Carmine, great dude. Ben, he's a foodie. God Trent, awesome. all those guys, they're great. Yeah. They really brought a really nice uh, nice vibe with them and yeah. mixed in with the school really well. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Awesome good dudes. dudes. Really good dudes. Uh, one one last story before we get into the topic. Uh, Ursh was telling me that he got it in his first trouble on the train. Oh. So. <laughs> like real trouble or like just like issues? Like a guy giving him the fuck you. Oh, yeah. And uh, he had to handle it somehow. Fantastic. Exactly. So, how he handled it. 
Well, he said he, he handled it very, very well. But this was a guy that, you know, was a black dude that just didn't want to, uh, you mm-hmm. know, pay or something like that. And the guy was yeah. a jerk. And Hirsch, uh, you know, basically said, I'm going to give you the first punch. But after that, <laughs> I'm going to. So I will share one of my stories because okay. people. And I share this story with all my classes. It's a very real class. It happens. And, you know, you can only take so much. I try to teach the students like, hey, just say, I'll be right back. Get the fuck out of there. Get out of there. Don't sit in that car anymore. Right, Wait right, till right. they get off. It's not worth losing your job or getting sued or getting arrested or anything. But sometimes, man, like there's a limit. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes there's a limit. This is probably my worst display on the train. <laughs> I'm going to share this story. Was this one where you took the sh- your shirt off? Yeah. <laughs> That's Have I said story. that on the podcast yet? I. You might have said it outside of the podcast. But this is a great story. So... <clears throat> I'm I'm conducting. I'm the head conductor, and I'm walking through the train, and I get to this one guy, and I was like, "Hey, what's going on, man?" I was like, "Ticket." He goes, "I don't have one." I was like, "All right, where are you going?" He's like, "I'm going to Newark." I was like, "All right, well, you know, I I need your ticket." He's like, "I don't have one." I was like, "All right, well, I, here's what we can do." I was like, "You can buy a ticket from me, or you can download the app." He's like, "Man, I'm not buying a fucking ticket." So I looked at him, I was like, excuse me? He's like, it ain't your fucking money. He's like, get the All fuck right. out of my face. Literally, that's what he said. And this he's is like, the train is moving. Train's moving. He's okay, like, get go. the fuck out of my face. So I look at him, and I was like, is this really how we're going to go about this? Right. And he's like, man, fuck you. <laughs> I was like, I'll be right back. <laughs> I go into the car that's not open, yeah. known as the deadhead. And one of my other conductors is there. And he sees it on my face. He's like, yo, you all right? And I was like, keep this train going. Because <laughs> the next stop, I think, like, we, I can't remember if we were leaving New York. But, yeah, we were leaving New York. Sea Caucus was next. Mm-hmm. I take off my jacket. I take off my shirt. I take everything off. I take off my radio. Wow. I tell the my, my friend who's, like, in the deadhead car, I'm like, just get on the radio. Tell them when we're good to go. Hold this train at Sea Caucus. Right. All I have is my wife beater, my tank top, my pants, and my hole punch. All right. I go back into the car. I slam like the fucking cherry stand. I was like, my man, you're getting off at Secaucus. He's like, what? I was like, look at me. You either get off on your own or I take you off. But you're getting off this motherfucker at Secaucus. Right. He's like, oh, it's like that. I was like, yeah, motherfucker, it's like that. <laughs> I was like, you think because I wear a hat, I don't lose my shit every now and then? And like the other passengers are now starting to perk up because they're like, what's that's what I was fuck? wondering. Like, what the other passengers? Oh, they start are perking up. Well, now it's so scary because everyone's got their phones ready. There's cameras in the yeah, car. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I didn't give a shit. And the poor guy, and the poor dude that uh, you know the other day on the train. Well, the thing is, a lot of these passengers can see what's going on. Yeah. So when they're saying like, you know, fuck you, fuck you, they can hear it. Yeah. So then when the conductor loses their shit, they're like, finally. So I was like, are you getting off on your own? He's like, yeah, I'll get off. So now we're in the vestibule, which is where I love to be because. What is the, the vestibule? The vestibule is the part in between the cars. Oh, they tell okay. You not okay. To sit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like yeah. the real loud portion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Now there's cameras in there. There weren't at the time. So I made sure he got right to the door. So when he got to the door, I got right behind him. 
And I'm just talking shit in his ear. I was like, say another word, motherfucker. I was like, I want you. Tell me to fuck myself again. <laughs> tell me to fuck myself right now. I was like, I'll shove this whole punch down your fucking throat. Say another fucking <laughs> word right now. He's like, all right, I got you. I got you. I was like, no, you don't got shit, motherfucker. Give me a reason. I'm wait. I was losing. I'd accepted I was going to get fired. I was like, I'm losing my job today. Right, he's going right, to die. Right. So we get to see caucus. Doors open. He gets off. Everybody else gets off. I give the signal. And as soon as I give the signal, he's like, fuck you, faggot. Blah. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Now you're tough, right? I'm like, yeah, come yeah, back yeah. on this train tomorrow. <laughs> so I get on. I'm like, yeah, NJ Real, blah, blah, blah. We're good to go. I go to the front and my friend's like, dude, what the fuck was that? I was like, that got out of hand quickly. <laughs> I was like, wow, I'm going to get fired. What a great story. But I wish I could say that was the only one. Like there were, oh, this, yeah. it happens all the time. I mean. All right. So are you, you're the trainer now. Yeah. What are you saying to guys about this? In terms I of really like- try to tell them swallow it the reality that it's coming but it's not worth it yeah it really isn't leave the problem is sometimes you deal with that on your very first train wow and then by the time you get to your fourth train this is already the fifth sixth seventh eighth time you're like i'm done dude there was one train (laughs) i'm not making this shit up i had my coffee first train of the day 5 13 a.m out of new york literally the first train of the day right take my sip of coffee we clear the platform put my coffee down ah ready to start my day first fucking person good morning sir how are you today fuck you i'm like excuse me i'm like where's your ticket he's like man suck my dick and i was like my man it's 5 13 in the morning (laughs) oh my god i was like look at all these people i was like they're all trying to go to work I just started my work day. Right. This is how you're starting my day. I was like, how do you think the day's going to go for every other person after you that needs a free ride or needs help? And I was like, you're ruining the day for everyone. Because right. at 5.13 <laughs> in the morning, you're telling me to suck your dick because I asked for a fucking ticket. Right. I was like, how horrible is your life? And now he's looking at me, he's like, what? I was like, you're not smart. I was like, I can tell you're not bright. You're not intelligent. I was like, so here's what we're going to do. Because it's 5.13 in the morning and I'm still in a pretty good mood, you're going to get off at Sea Caucus. <laughs> if you don't get off at Sea Caucus, I will come back and I will grab you by the back of your neck and your pants and I will throw you out the fucking train at Sea Caucus. Are we clear about that? Right. And he looked at me and I was like, I'm not fucking kidding with you. Right. He's like, all right. <laughs> so we got to Sea Caucus. I was like, let's go. You're stopped. And he got off. Wow. But it's like, and then there's always like, you know, there's always like the white lady who's like, I can't believe somebody would say that to you. I'm like, miss, I get told to suck about 12 dicks a day. <laughs> I get told to fuck myself about 19 times a day. And I get treated like a complete fucking imbecile 142 times a day. Wow. This is nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. And it's actually worse now. My sister tells me all the time. So the situation that just happened in New York you know, with the Marine and, and, uh, the, Oh yeah. The well, mic- that's the MTA. The problem with the MTA, yeah, what's the, like, why wasn't there a conductor in there? What because was going they on don't there? do it that way with the MTA. They don't have a, they do turnstiles. Okay. Right. So once you put in your turnstile, you get on the train and then that's it. They have, they don't even have technically a conductor. They so have like an that, operator. So how did that guy, what did he jump the turnstile or something or? Yeah, they do it all the time. Oh, okay. 
I thought they had it. those like really weird sort of like uh, revolving. Sometimes they have the gate ones, but once yeah. you're down there, they just jump right over, dude. It's not hard to get down there. Yeah, okay. No. But that's always been the issue with transit. We're like, hey, like we have conductors for safety. Right. Um, you know, that's why we have a conductor every other car, every third car, so you can just walk around for safety reasons. But MTA, you don't have any of that. You have your operator, you know, the person operating the train. And it's free for all in, in a sense. And that's it. Yeah, and they're there in, could be any fucking guy down and there. And they're in a cab car. They're completely locked off. They they don't deal. Why with Why don't it. they have conductors down there then? Because it's New York and it's fucking dangerous. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. We get away wow. with it because it's New Jersey, but New York is so bad. Like, wow, those subways are ruthless. Dude, did dude. you hear this fact? They were saying that like in San Francisco, forty over the last five years, forty five percent of the population has either been involved in an assault or a robbery fucking who would live in that kind of circumstance it's fucking nuts liberals no doubt no doubt keep voting d that's horrible new york san francisco's a shithole right now that's what i'm hearing it's bad Dude, they shut down an entire mall five hundred fifty thousand square feet yeah. and they shut it down because like that's they, i think they're talking like 37 percent commercial vacancies it's fucking nuts that's no bueno that's Almost four out of every ten places uh, is an empty building. I told you, malls are going to be gone soon completely. Crazy, 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 boys, chick. Um, <clears throat> all right. I wanted to talk old school versus new school. Old school. Old school. Let's go. Okay, so let's define what is old school to you. You know, it's funny. I think that changes with, with the generation. Because it could be anything. Because I was going to talk about parenting i'm going to talk about education i'm going to talk about tech i'm going to talk about america i'm going to talk about uh fashion I'm going to talk about bjj what is old school in your mind is it fundamentals like what what is- i feel like old school is whatever you grew up with okay you know whatever era you grew up with so you know my mom's parenting methods compared to what i do old school it's like we don't okay. do that shit anymore some of my beliefs are still very old school but there's a lot of modern takes on things because things change over That's time. With, okay. You know, with studying, with analysis, with, you know, experimentation, with, you know, statistics. So you realize like, hey, you know what? Maybe that wasn't a great idea. Take, for example, my generation of parents right now. You know, we're the first generation that already has exposure to tablets and technology. So we understand the impact that it has on little kids. Right. Whereas the generation just before us they were giving their kids tablets for everything. And it's like, mm, you kind of fucked up. Mm. Just like, you know, my mom's generation, hey, fast food is good. Kids can eat this. Whereas now my generation, we're like, you can't give your fucking kid Happy Meals every single day. <laughs> you know, you just start learning things over time. So, you know? you, so I guess what you're saying is that even though it, there's a nostalgia factor to it, you know, that you want to sort of like play to that sort of thing, you're saying that things improve as they get, is new school an improvement on things or is it just different techniques? Is it's it different? different techniques. But it's not necessarily better. But not necessarily better. That's what I'm getting at, yeah. You know, when, like, you know, in the jiu-jitsu sense, when leg locks started coming back, like coming around and becoming very prevalent, you know, that was very new school. Right. You know, half guard was old school. Smash pass was old school. Mm-hmm. But now what are you seeing? It's making its way back. That's something I'm definitely going to discuss with this whole thing. I just wanted to define this stuff first. I think that's the key with old school. Old school always finds a way back. 
Not only that. Blue jeans, they make a way back. Yeah. You know, action movies, they make their way back. Wayfarers, they make their way back. Big hair makes What was old becomes new again. It comes back. Goes around, comes around kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So they're really, in a sense, is there are tweaks, but new school is really just old school with like maybe a different paint job on it or something. It's a sexier version of the old school stuff. Okay. Cool beans. I look at it as... Like cool beans, that's very old school. Okay. Clutch, old school. <laughs> I like clutch. Mint. Is that mint is old school. <laughs> Fresh is old school. I, don't even know I what say all this shit all the time. I, I don't just, know what the kids say uh, now. Twenty three skidoo. Is that's what they say a lot. Shut now. the fuck up. Make some <laughs> shit up. No cap. That means lying. If you say no we cap, went, it means by the way, you're not we lying. talked about slang. We did a trivia yeah. thing on slang one time and you did very well. I didn't get anything that's right. That's cap, bro. I mean, cap. Okay. He's lying. All righty. So that's, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to define that. Now, people hold on to old school things for sentimental reasons. In other words, what kind of person says, you know what? Fuck it. I don't want to change. This is who I am. It is what it is. I'm going to go. I'm going to be old school. I, and, a stubborn person. Okay. And unfortunately, you know, we are a jujitsu podcast. But unfortunately, you see that in jujitsu schools all the time. There's still schools to this day that haven't evolved to nogi. Okay. And definitely aren't teaching leg locks. And, you know, we've got a couple students who have moved. And, like, they'll, you know, they'll call me. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm training here. And they're, you know, it's mostly gi. They don't do any leg locks. Oh, I'm training at this school now. It's like, yeah, you know, they have some nogi, but it's mostly gi. And, yeah, not, not a lot of leg locks. Right. And it's just like, you know, especially when you start moving out of like the Northeast area or the West Coast, you start going to like, you know, down South or, you know, Central America or Central America, Central U.S. <laughs> right, I get um, They're still teaching a lot of those old school traditions and some schools don't want to break away from it. Right. Okay. For me, I think that's when it becomes very dangerous because like now you've got your students who are paying probably top dollar hmm. for this product and you're not giving them the newest product. Okay. It's like if you went to go buy a car right now, you know, there's a very good chance that that car is going to have fucking push to start. But 25 years ago, only mm. Mercedes had it. Exactly. It was a new school thing. But eventually, new school becomes so Im- ingrained yeah, into adopted. everything that it the becomes the rate norm. Of it, yeah, it becomes the norm. It at that becomes point. the norm. Absolutely. Okay. And then eventually it advances. And now what used to be new is considered old school. I guess the question becomes is does new school become intimidating when it comes too fast of course it's always going to scare people off yeah. because if it comes too fast they're not going to understand it and that's what i think was the big thing with leg locks mm-hmm. <clears throat> you had this very old school mentality that leg locks were bad and listen i would hear it coming up it's like yo you know who's good at leg locks guys that suck at jujitsu really that was oh yeah that. it's like yeah you lose, you know they can't pass the guard that's why they go for the leg and it was almost like a, now I came up under Ricardo where you would hear like shit like that. But Ricardo was one of those guys saying like fucking rip the leg. Dante was ripping heel. Dante and Tom were ripping heel hooks, like breaking people's legs at tournaments. I'm pretty sure one of them is the reason Naga got rid of heel hooks for the longest time. Like wow. you couldn't do it for a while. Uh, but Ricardo also had that MMA background. Hmm. So, you know, he had the ADCC background. He came up under Henzo. Those guys have always been very forward thinking where it's like we got to keep up with what's going on to right, right. really give the best product. But some people didn't even keep up with that. Right. Yeah, they yeah. were still wearing the gi. 
they were still doing collar chokes and lapel chokes and, right. you know, osotogaris and, you know, drop epons and mixing in judo. So now not only is nogi becoming the big thing, everyone's going after legs. Something that you've probably spent the last 15, 20, 25, 30 years avoiding. Yeah. So here you are, this black belt running this powerful school or this academy and you don't know this new thing. Yeah. Well, what's the easiest thing to do? All right. You could either say, I don't know leg locks. I suck at it. I'm going to be a white belt and start figuring this shit out. Right. Or say, we don't do Embrace that here. Embrace it. Yeah, yeah. We don't or, do that here. We don't We do not do the leg locks here. We do right. real jujitsu here. And a lot of people clung on to that. And I'll tell you right now, even for me, like when I started doing leg locks, that shit sucked. Yeah. You know, here I am, black belt owner of a school, but I'm getting caught in fucking dumb shit because I'm like, I'm still trying to figure this out. Right. But now... You know, I would say it's the great equalizer in that you know, sense. I tell people, I'm like, I'm not even a leg lock guy, and I probably do better leg locks than people in a lot of other schools. Right. Got it. I mean, I'm not, a, I wrote down, I'm not really a fan of like making fun of the whole generation thing, like uh, OK Boomer or like Snowflake Millennial kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's more a question of how comfortable you are with adopting these things in life, you know, whether it's an old school thing that's fundamental to your life. And you just kind of got to, you know, I, I think of like older people trying to learn how to use the phone kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think my thing with new school is, you know, you should always pay attention to whatever's becoming popular. That's why I wanted, I wanted to get your thoughts on, you know, how people should feel comfortable with it. Well, not necessarily comfortable, okay. but I truly believe when something's coming down the pipeline and something's becoming very popular and it's becoming right. the new school thing, pay attention to it. Okay. All right? Because when something's becoming popular, it, it gives you the temperature of what's going on out there. Okay. When heel hooks became popular, what that told me was not that people wanted to do heel hooks. It told me that people were hungry for submissions. Okay. They wanted to see the tap. Why were they hungry for submissions? Before heel hooks became the thing, jujitsu was getting boring. I don't know if you remember this. It was the double guard pool, sitting in 50-50, right. somebody waiting to get an advantage, and that's how you won. Keenan Cornelius, and I can't remember who was the other person, double disqualification because they both pulled guard and just sat there. Wow. Okay. And the ref was like, DQ. Both like it was like that's what was happening. IBJJF was suffering. It was almost like a stalemate kind of thing. Yeah, man, because no one was watching. There was no exciting shit going on. Right. You know, ADCC was always exciting, but they have a very specific rule set where if you don't move, you're gonna lose. Right. Uh, you know, I refed a match at in uh, in Denver where, you know, when the match was over, the one guy won, but we brought him to the table. And we're like, hey, just a heads up: if you didn't have that scramble at the end, you lost that match on top. Because everything he did was reactive. The mm. guy on bottom would go for the sweep, go for the got dive it, under, it, go it, to it, invert, yeah. go for the Kimura. Everything he did was reacting to what the other guy initiated. So even though he was on top, it's like he's not initiating this fight at all. It's a loss. Right, ADC yeah. is about who's initiating. And Dana so, White probably has that conversation with his guys all the time. Listen, you're in the ring. Fucking push the pace. Push the pace. Yeah. Push the pace. That's what they're going to look at. So when you see everyone trying to learn this stuff, man, like it's very easy for guys to fall back on the old school stuff, but you got to pay attention. Now that doesn't mean that it's always better because guess what? If you're not paying attention, thinking like, ah, oh, it's these young kids doing this. You're either going to completely miss the boat or you're going to miss the gauge and the temperature because just because something's becoming popular doesn't mean things are headed the right way, mm. you know? And there's a lot of things right now that are becoming very popular that I'm like, that's not going in the right direction. Uh, you know, 
not too long ago, it was pretty popular to, you know, round up all the Jews and, you know, send them away to camps. And that a lot of people it. were like, hey, yeah, yeah, that's what we should do. You know, a couple hundred years ago in this country, it was pretty popular to have a couple of black people working in your backyard, right. you know, for no wage. Well, yeah, that gets into a whole uh, other kind of a, of a world. But let me let me shift the thing a little bit because I, what I'm I trying really to want to talk about BJJ and then... And what I'm trying to say is whether it's BJJ In other words, or don't get world, me into a whole other Jewish I know, conversation. I know, but you have to pay attention <laughs> to what's becoming popular because just because something's popular doesn't mean, doesn't mean it's good. Just oh, because yeah, something's yeah. new just, school doesn't mean it's good. You've got to know what's going on and pay attention to what's becoming popular. You know, like with your kids. Steph and I talk about this all the time. Parenting is the next thing. I, I, I'll give right, you so a few questions. Okay. Let's go. Parenting. Old school, in my book, would be... Slap that ass. Grab the belt. Punish the kid. In other words, you have a real... You draw the lines. Yeah. Okay, this is what you can do. This is what you can't do. This is where the punishment is going to occur. This is where the reward is going to occur kind of thing. You're going to be introduced to religion. Um, You're going to have a certain attitude as a parent on schooling. Mm -hmm. So, But things are changing. Things are changing. So the one thing I will tell you... Uh, my wife and I have a lot of old school, moral, fundamental values, right? right. Both kids are baptized, church, mm-hmm. uh, right. introduction of God. We talk about heaven. We talk about, you know, unfortunately the death and passing. Sure. Uh, so we try to give them that, uh, you know, so we try to do in that sense, we know disciplinarians, like we let our kids know all the time, like we're not your friends. We're your mom and dad. Right. And when we tell you to do something, that's it. Right. Uh, absolutely not a democracy. <laughs> we tell you to do something. Absolutely. You know, go upstairs. Why? Because I fucking said so. That's right. why. The one thing that we do that I think is very more of the new school sense is we are more in tune with our kids' emotions and letting them okay. explain why they, they feel the way they feel. Okay. And we we acknowledge their feelings And we don't make them feel bad for feeling that way. Right, right, right. You know, like, you know, my son got very upset the other day about something. I wasn't like, you know, stop crying. Like, we had a good day, okay? You got to get over this. I didn't do that. I said, yeah, man. Right, that guy. Yeah, I I didn't do that. I was like, hey, I know you're upset. You're allowed to be upset. Okay. It's okay that you're upset. But let's look at everything that was good today. Mm -hmm. You know, it was my way of saying like, you know, I get you're upset, but focus on the positive. Yeah, get a little perspective. You know, but I told him, I was like, be sad. It's okay. You have every right to be sad. Which I think, you know, back in my day, like that didn't happen. Like your feelings weren't acknowledged. I definitely didn't get that. Listen, even even now, you know, I had a little bit of an anxiety attack uh, this year at Halloween. It happens every now and then. Right. And, you know, I told my sister when she came, I was like, hey, I'm not feeling too good. Like, I think my anxiety, like I'm having a little bit of a, you know, panic attack. And she's like, okay. She's like, what were you doing? I was like, nothing. She's like, did you like, she's like, were you finally relaxed for like the first time in like a couple days? I was like, yeah. She goes, that triggers mine sometimes. She's like, let's just breathe nice and wow. slow. So okay. she's walking me through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, not making me feel. And she's trying to be quiet. I love her to death. Here comes my mom. What's happening here? <laughs> my, sister's, <laughs> my sister was like. He's fine. Just leave him alone. She goes, no, pero que le pasa? What's going on? What's going on? You guys are keeping me out of the loop. Mary Lou. My sister's like, so my sister's like, he's, his anxiety's up. He just needs to relax. So there's my mom. She goes, but why? Why you have anxiety? What happened? I'm like, I don't know. It's this is such here. an old school versus new school yeah. thing. That's I'm what like, I was talking I'm about. I'm like, I wow. don't know. I just, it just yeah. triggered it. She goes, 
Hi. Always. Every time I come here, your anxiety goes up. I'm like, Mom, that has nothing. She goes, am I the reason for your anxiety? Is that what it is? I give you anxiety. So I go, well, you're not helping it right now. She goes, you know what, Miguel Angel? This is why. This is why I leave you alone. Because you always find a way to make me feel terrible. And my sister's like, what the fuck are you doing right now? Oh, my God. This is hilarious. So I look at my sister. I'm like, she wants to kill me. She wants me to have a heart attack right now. And it was just like. It just got triggered, but that's very Holy old school. Shit. I'm you know, surprised you didn't get pissed. I couldn't. I was feeling like shit. Okay, and the last time it. this happened, I actually ended up in the hospital. Oh, shit. Uh, so I just took it easy. But, you know, that's that old school mentality, you know, and it is June. It's Men's Mental Health Awareness Month. But, you know, I thought it was Pride Month. It is. <laughs> it's, it's like 87 different months. Everyone's got to have their piece of the pie. There's only 12 months, Roy. I know. Everyone's got to have a piece. Dang. But. Wait, so just yeah. so I understand, this is Men's Mental Health Month. Yes. God. Well, and there's a reason for that. Because men are less likely to share their emotions oh, and say that something's wrong. You know, there was a time where if you I told someone... there was a month about it. Yeah, it's June. Wow. Okay. Surprise, it's on my month. So, you know, there was a time where if you told someone, I think I'm depressed, they would say, the fuck do you have to be depressed about? You got yeah, a yeah. wife, you got yeah. a house, you got... What are you sad about? Well, I think what it was back then... And, and I'm going by my parents. Even people. even today, Roy, because I've had these conversations with like my aunt Rosie. Yeah, she's. I don't understand this depression. Why the fuck are people sad? I was like, that's not what it is. It's not like something happens and you're sad. You literally just wake up or you're sitting down. And all of a sudden, it's just this dark cloud that comes out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like holy shit. It's like that cousin that shows up every so couple years and needs more money. People are are like having that issue, or I don't think more people are having the issue. I think more people are aware to it. Okay, kind of like you know, people go, "Ah, in my day, kids never or, got kidnapped." Wrong. Or, or you just that, didn't know how many got kidnapped, or that people are more comfortable, as you said, expressing it now. That's what I mean. Okay, so I think people are more aware of it. There was the same so amount in the past, always. Just you know, and that's the example. I was people using, just like, didn't you know, cop to it. In the 60s, people were like, oh, it was safer back then. No, it wasn't. You just didn't know. Yeah. Once it started putting kids' faces on milk cartons, people realized, holy shit, there's a lot. That's actually yeah. why they stopped doing that. Do you know that? Yeah. They stopped putting kids' faces on milk cartons because the country grew paranoid as to how many kids were going missing. Oh, wow. So milk was like, time out. This is fucking up business. Yeah. Because you start to see like, oh, these kids are getting taken all the time. Yeah. Now with the news, you're aware of how many kids go missing every yeah, year. Yeah, there hasn't been a, like a lot of people don't even realize, but the actual uh, rates of uh, violent activity has gone way down, except in you know certain cities, of course, but that's the way it is. I guess you're, I guess you're right. It's an awareness issue. Yeah, it's an awareness. And, and once you're aware of something, that's step one. Once you're aware there's an issue, you can address the issue. I like it. Okay. You know, but that's a very new school mentality. You know, if you're a I man guess so. and yeah, you have yeah, feelings, yeah. go talk about it. Old right. school is, you know, bury suck that it up, shit, suck it know, up, bury that shit inside. Lip kind of stuff. Yeah, wait till it turns into cancer and kills you at fucking <laughs> seventy. It's how the old school guys used to do it. You know, they would drink, smoke, ignore their wives, yeah. be miserable, and become fucking, alcoholics, and finally die when when they were when they died, they were happy because they were out of here. I guess so. They took the easy way out. Uh, so, as far as education, um, I guess the new school thing is like addressing social issues or i think it depends on your school okay because i'll tell you right now listen it's june it is pride month enjoy it 
wave your rainbow flag. I'm for it. I support you. Happy Pride Month. Absolutely agree with that. Should not be at my son's school. Exactly. Keep your sexuality out of the school. Why is this fucking even an issue? I don't even get it. Well, to me, I just feel like... I don't want my kids seeing like PDA. You don't want the P... To me, it's no different than, you know, they did the separation of, you know, church and state, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, that's why you can't even do the Pledge of Allegiance at a lot of schools anymore. They got rid of it. Yeah. One nation under God, got rid of it. Got rid of country, got rid of pride in your nation, can't do that anymore. But when you're doing the Pride Month and you've got these kids and, you know, you know they don't do it at my son's school, but you see these videos of these kids like with the ring. And I get what you're trying to do, but to me, number one, that's not your place. Of course not. Number two, that'd be no different than if, you know, you came in and made every kid you know, hold a cross and wave a Jesus saves exactly. flags, which, you know, I'm all for, I'm a Christian, but imagine like, if I'm not going to ram it down my uh, kid, right. uh, a different kid's uh, culture's you throat. Know, exactly. You know, or if you did it the other way and you're like, Oh, this month, all the kids are going to wave the star of David. And you know, we're going to, well, there's talk nothing about wrong that. with that. Let's, let's get <laughs> but, that straight. Right. But you're bat. forcing your ideology right. on these kids. Of course, and at the end point. of the day, and that's, that's what this is. That's exactly what it's this ideology. Is. It's ideology. Wow. That, those are your, listen, I remember when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. and I said this to someone one time. I burped. Oh, there we go. I didn't know my teacher's first name. Right. I'd be like, Miss Miss Sterling, what's your first name? She'd go, My first name is Miss. I didn't know they had kids. I didn't know they were married. All I knew was they were a teacher class that's old school like is that civics old all school. it was supposed to be yeah i'm your teacher that's all you need to know right and like remember like if you ever went out and you saw your teacher at a <laughs> of restaurant course, of course it'd blow your fucking Blows your mind. mind exactly you're like what <laughs> they're like well hello there miguel and you're like what would it who lets you out of your house? Because right. you think they live at the school. You know nothing. And they're in jeans and sneakers. And then you start yeah. watching them shop. Absolutely. And you're like, they're normal. Yeah, it's almost like watching a movie star. But that's how it used to be. Yeah. So now when you have people bringing in their ideologies and they're like, I, uh, let's talk about this, students. I am gay. And they look and it's at like, it. Stop. Right. They look at it as you should be adopting this new school mentality, which is the same sort of thing in the sense of old school versus new school. Some things do not need to be pursued. It doesn't need, it's, it's no difference. Like, hi class. My name is Miguel. I am a Christian and I'm going to tell you why Jesus did die for your sins. And then this one kid waves, raises his hand, goes, I'm Jewish. And I go, well, I'm going to tell you why you're wrong (laughs) and where you're headed. Abraham, Uh, like you get what I'm saying? Like this is a seven year old kid named Abraham. Yeah, nice. Listen here, listen here, Yeet socks, settle down. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And he hasn't he speaks like with a Yiddish accent. Right. Oh, here we go. Talking about this again. Let me guess, Pontius Pilate's coming into this. It's like listen, settle down, kid. Eat your lox bagel and call it a fucking day, all right? See, this is why I like the idea of school choice. In other words, if you don't like what they're pushing, and it seems like the the unions have a real hard time getting rid of teachers that are mouthy, bring in school choice. Allow me to send my kid where I want him to to go. Yeah, I just I don't understand where why with everything else. Shit. I don't understand yeah. why with everything else you have to keep that shit private. Exactly. Keep that shit in your school. Exactly. To keep it out of school, nobody wants to know what you're doing. But with this one, it's like yeah, yeah, no, tell the kids all about it. It's like why? Yeah. That, like that's, why did this suddenly get the the uh, the a okay? 
Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I, I someone's pushing agenda. I don't like it. I'd be, I wouldn't be angry and pissed. Of course, but I'd not, be like, mm, not your place. So not your place. Not your not your place to talk to my kid about God. Not your place yeah. to talk to my kid about sexuality, especially not at that age. Fuck yeah. Uh, wait till he's actually at an age where. When did you might... have sex education in your school? So my first real sex ed was in fifth grade. Wow, and that's really early. Yeah, fifth grade, we had a sign and permission slip, and they didn't talk about sexuality. They just talked about, you're entering puberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, you know, one day you're going to bust a nut, you're going to have sperm, semen, erection, masturbation. Wow, they actually got into that discussion in fifth grade. Yeah. That's and, crazy. You know, but I already knew. And okay. I remember, I'll never forget this, there was like a little video that they made us watch. And it was a horrible video where it was like a picture and then like, like words over was it. Was it a hot dog going into a donut? No. I so mean. like, no, it was like a picture of like Timmy and like Timmy's in like the stall and he's just like sitting there. And then it's like the voiceover. It's like, Hey Tim, what are you doing in there? And he's like using the bathroom. And Timmy was like taking a shit. Right, right. And his friend's like, yeah, right. I know what you're doing in there. Cuts to the picture of the friend and like the teacher paused it. And she goes, does anyone want to tell us what, he was referring to and i can't believe this went on in fifth grade yeah they were teaching us well because you know kids were starting to do it but and this is old school versus like i'm seeing the progression yeah this new school mentality but again you had to sign the permission earlier slip. and earlier and earlier yeah well there was one kid who didn't sign the permission slip but it also made me realize like damn these kids kind of fucking need this some of them do my my aunt said that all like, of them. this shit's going on earlier well, and earlier I, at this was also in fifth grade i was also in trenton public schools so right. it's a very different school system yeah, and there's yeah, a yeah. very different uh social structure got down it. there yeah i got it you know so you know, a I'm lot reading of, between a lot lines of parents here. not down there you right. know a lot of people don't have their dad don't have their it was just it was I rough it. some I of these it. kids were sad so no one raised their hand so i raised my hand and she was like, Miguel, my mom always kept me up to date with this shit. Okay. Mary Lou didn't hold back. She was like, this is this, this is this. So I was like, he was he was implying that he was masturbating. And she was like, very good, Miguel. And all the kids looked at each other. And then one kid goes, what's masturbating? There you go. And you can tell <laughs> the teacher's brain like snapped. <laughs> almost like... She finally had one kid who knew what masturbation was. Right. And then it's like, snap back to reality. These kids don't know what masturbating is. You got to talk in their language. Wow. And she whipped her head around. She was like, jerking off. Oh my God. Miss <laughs> Sterling. But it wasn't Miss Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> and then all the kids go, oh. Because you realize like they're not getting a lot of guidance at home. So this was yeah, really I'm the only way they were the first, getting it. I'm trying to remember how old I was when I started jerking off. Hmm. Maybe it was the fourth or fifth grade. Now if I told you how that was, you wouldn't believe it. I'll tell you after the show. Okay. I'll tell you after. First time I ever jerked off. <laughs> really young. You're, I'm assuming that's a really old. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'll tell you why too. I'm thinking I was 10 or 11. What is that? Fourth grade? Fifth grade? Something like that. Oh, dude. I, I had one of my best friends. I'll never forget this. We were probably like 11 or 12 and I slept over his house and <laughs> he was like... He's like, let me know if you need a pillow. He's like, but whatever you do, don't use this pillow. And I was like, why? And he showed me. It was like a styrofoam pillow. And he cut a slit in it. And he oh would fill God. it up with Vaseline. He would just like, fuck his pillow. I'm appalled, but very, very interested. I tell Steph all the time, I'm like, what are you going to do when Benny's like 14 and all his socks are stiff? 
<laughs> She's like, same thing I do with your towels. I'm like, hey, 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 woman. What are you implying? <laughs> uh, but yes, but that was more so uh, they didn't start bringing in like sexuality. Now, I will say this. In high school, I was in a group called uh, High Tops, Health Interested Teen uh, okay. Own Program on Sexuality, basically. And freshman year, we would go to the freshman and we would talk about homosexuality. Okay. Now, by 14, 15, that's when kids are starting to realize. Express it. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. I'm one way or the other. Yeah. yeah, it's like my dick wiggles, but not for her. Right. But for him. So now you're at, and, and when puberty starts to hit, this is where it starts getting dangerous. This is where kids start becoming very suicidal. They realize they're not like everyone yeah, else. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this was our way of saying like, hey, you know, if you're gay, that's okay. Come back again tomorrow. Or some other shit like that. I but we were rhyme that. I was trying to um, come back <laughs> if another you're day. Gay, that's it's okay. Another day. It's okay, and you can stay. Yeah, you can stay. So, I remember it was very funny because we were we were seniors and we were doing. Uh, it was actually, it was actually the juniors. It was okay. juniors that we did that. Freshmen, we did abstinence. Like, don't fuck. Um, but if you do, wear a condom. So, I remember like one of like my good friends from the football team when we were doing. As he started to open up, oh, no. it yeah, became yeah. it became very clear that he was extremely homophobic. Oh, okay, okay. He's like, I don't like that shit. I don't like that. And I was like, Well, that's I'm, the old I, line. If you if you're fighting it too much, there's something suspect. I have another theory on that. Okay, but I was like, What if I was gay? Right. He's like, But you're not. I was like, How do you know? He's like, Come on, my guy. No, you're not. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Listen. I was like, Not for nothing, but. There's people in this school yeah. that have sex with chicks all the time that are gay. Right. I was like, but they're going to keep doing it until they get to college. And then they can find, you know, their gay group and their crowd, find their crowd right. and exactly. they'll be gay freely. Right. And they looked at me. I was like, what does that change between us? Right. He's like, I don't know. But he actually ended up joining High Tops the next year. And he actually told me, he goes, dude, that conversation really made me realize like, I had some fucked up views on things. That's to his credit, man. That's great. But you know, but that's why we would do it at that age. Right. It's like, you know, you're a junior in high school at this point. Like you're right. There's a sense of maturity there. There's yeah. You're mature enough to start. You're able to understand what you feel and you can articulate it and you can put in the thought and then you start, you can start analyzing your Mm. thoughts on things. Holy shit. I don't know who's fucking gay. I was like, we got, we got 2,400 people in this school. You think no one's gay? Yeah, exactly. I was like, there's a lot of percentage wise alone. You don't know. So, but that's not first and second graders nah. who don't know what they're doing, that's, what it represents. Right. Yeah, that's what, so it sounds like we're in agreement on that whole thing. Yeah, 100%. Totally, you're, okay. pre, you're pushing your ideology. Okay. Tech. When I first started in work, mm-hmm. it was typewriters. Oh, yeah. That was the height of technology. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I, had a real, I, was, I was a good typist. Anyway, so, but that was the big thing. The next thing was computers. The next thing after that was fax machines. The next thing after that was the internet. Then cell phones, smartphones, AirPods. Remember car phones? Yeah, that was a big deal. That was a big deal. I mean, you watch an 80s movie, you see like somebody with a phone, you're like, holy shit. With a fucking cord on it. I know. Don Johnson. And the big the Ferrari with, big a, with a fucking big ass phone. So my question becomes is, is like, I think now people are sort of comfortable with adopting to new technology like i just saw apple came out with the vision pro which 
in my book, $3,500. Yeah, but that's only for the developers. It's going to start coming down to more realistic numbers and they're going to look look a lot like your, uh, your sunglasses there in a year or two. But my point is that I think people are getting a lot more comfortable with the adoption of technology. Definitely a lot more comfortable. Do you sense that as a societal thing? I, I do, yeah. and I don't think it's a good thing. Okay. It See, I'm thinking me... once the baby boomers kick off, like my my age, it's it's everybody's just going to be totally cool with adoptions it, of these it, things. It's scary to me. Is it? Okay. Yeah, just because we're accepting all this new technology without realizing what it implies. We're just like, mm. holy shit, look how cool this is. You know, it, it's like that line from Jurassic Park. We were so busy thinking about if we could do it, no one stopped to think if we should do it. Yeah, yeah. And when you have now what's going on with ChatGPT and AI and how advanced yeah, it's getting. exactly. You can't tell if something's real or not. Yeah. You can't tell they if have a video these you're looking. fakes. They have these, Dude, you know. you can't tell if a video is real or if it's an a artificially, you know, an AI generated video. Yeah, exactly. You're like, what What am I looking at? Like, I'm, it's yep. so confusing. And, you know, just there's so much with AI that we don't really so you're understand saying that Okay, so what you're saying is that we're getting to a tipping point here where the technologies are becoming too sophisticated. It's becoming too sophisticated. And I it's think, overwhelming things because it really only is occurring within 20 years. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, you know, I think Albert Einstein had said this, and I'm going to completely butcher this quote, but he said, the problem with technology is that it advances faster than the human brain can comprehend what's happening. Okay. So it's like by the time we figure out, like there's people that use their cell phones right now to take pictures, videos, and call people. Right. That is the tip of the iceberg of what your cell phone can do and its capabilities. Yes. It can do so much more. Yeah. But we you got more understand. in the palm of your hand than like the computers, <laughs> the big, huge mainframes of the 70s and 80s. 100%. It's unbelievable. So I think we're we're adopting all these new technologies and we're... Pushing it forward, pushing it forward, and so concerned with being the next person to have it. You know, we want those new, the new Apple glasses. We want the right. new cell phone. We want the new this, the new that. Mm -hmm. That we keep, you know, keeping up with the Joneses and being on top of it. That eventually we're going to put ourselves in a place where it's like, what have I done? But you can't slow it down, it seems. You're not going to be point. able to slow it down. I mean, you could get off the grid and just say, fuck it. Listen, I'm moving to uh, but that's West just, Virginia or Idaho. And, and That's you know. one person. Right. And I have seen there's like a whole new wave of people that are actually getting rid of their smartphones going, going old school going back to flip phones love it there's there's a there's a an increase not like a major one but there is an increase of people that are going back to flip phones is that a nostalgic thing or what is that then? no i think people just want to fucking break really yeah that's interesting listen i can't tell you how many times i like take a picture and i go to put it on instagram and i'm like i don't want to do this okay and i just don't i think someone actually told me it feels like you're you're like doing a role like playing a role well well today i just realized like okay why do people post things and you know people are like well i gotta post it for business but the reality is i'm like the school's growing i don't gotta post it for fucking business mm, right um you know i'll post things for the school to you know keep getting people in here but it's not necessary at this point um well you know i really want to help my brand okay you're helping your brand for what you want people to know you you want people to see you. You want the follows. See, you want to be famous. You want the likes. But that's, a, but that's a whole thing, too, because old school people never really thought along those lines. Now people are thinking in terms of their brand. They're thinking in terms of, like, how do I become famous or how do I get more likes, I suppose. So it's a, a whole new school mentality of things. I'm, I, I don't think it's really that new school. I don't know. When I, I think was, we've been down this road a before. Kid, like, the only way to really become famous was you become a musician, you become a, a rock star or, or a... Or a uh, so glad you said that. A TV star kind of thing, but that's it. There were very, very few avenues to do it. So 
Or you could take a shot at the president. That was the other way to do it. So I'm currently listening to Chaos. Okay. Manson, the CIA in the 60s. That's what it's about. Okay. And I'm about four hours into the 15 hours of this book. And there's a line where they're talking about, they're interviewing people, whatever. But they're saying how the one thing about that time in the 60s is that you could go to a party in the Hollywood Hills Mm -hmm. and you couldn't tell the difference between a crazy junkie and a fucking poet. Yeah. Everyone could fake who and what they were. Right. And it made me think about something. I'm like, okay. And that was the era they were in. Everyone was trying to be famous. Everyone kind of was famous. In that area, no doubt. 1966 to 1969, the 60s. You know, peace, drugs, love, all that shit. And you couldn't tell who was what. Everyone was trying to become famous, whether it was through singing or this, and fucking little dirty hippies were... You know, in California, if you were in living California. in that area, yeah, yeah, that's what your goal was to become yeah. famous. So that was the whole thing with Manson. If you ever get a chance right. to listen to that audiobook, it's fantastic. Okay, I'll check it. And it made me think about this era now. Okay, where you don't really know who's famous. It's like, why is that person famous? Oh, they're from Instagram. Oh, they're from TikTok. <laughs> oh, they. It's like, all right, but there was a solid. That's. <laughs> <clears throat> there was a solid thirty years where you knew. If someone was famous. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Because they were in movies, on a TV show, or you were hearing their music. Right. It was clear. This person is famous. Mm-hmm. Now, we're kind of going back to what was happening in the 60s, right? It's very open, peace, love, even drugs, I don't get, I don't right? Get that sense, but all right. We're headed back to this openness. Well, because in the 60s, you were young. Now, you're on the older and looking at it like, these motherfuckers are going crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But we're yeah. kind of headed there again. And I, I've been saying this for a while. We are getting close to needing a catastrophic event. <laughs> I People say that the Manson murders ended the 60s. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I truly believe that 9-11 brought you know, the country together. You know, serial killers. Those are things that bring the country together and make you realize like, holy shit, we need to let's slow down a little bit right now. Yeah, maybe. I, you know, uh, grunge rock killed hair metal that's a shame. right that it gets shame. to a point where people are like we're done with all that fun shit let's can yeah. we get real right now and i think we're kind of living in a weird it's almost not reality we're You're talking about this, now right now I, I absolutely agree i think what we're in right now economically politically uh just the the division between you know who loves america versus who really wants to fundamentally change america that crowd uh, these are genuine divisions and I don't know what can bring it together. I don't see it coming together. I don't think point. anything brings it together. I yeah. think something happens that ends it. Possibly. There's always something always. And that's, we always talk about the pendulum swinging both ways. I mean, with the way they're going after Trump, I would imagine that if, if somebody like takes a shot at him, I could, I could see that stirring a massive, there's, massive, uh, historically there's wave. always been an event that brings everybody back to reality. Uh, yeah maybe it's coming i always think about do. getting back to the uh getting on a much more uh funny side jeff ross had this great line he's a, he's an amazing roast uh, guy i like jeff ross yeah he was talking he was on dancing with the stars he goes this is not dancing with the stars this is dancing with the vaguely familiar <laughs> like people are just i don't know who the fuck you are they're not famous they used That's to be it. famous yeah. yeah it's like i mean true <clears throat> famous people were truly famous back then but that was because there was a lack of content 
out there. You had five channels, two, four, five, seven, and, and 11, whatever it was. Right. And you had maybe HBO. I had HBO back then. It's not TV, it's HBO. Yeah, whatever, but this was like... Da, 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 nowadays, da, da, da. I have hundreds of pieces of content and I can watch the old stuff, I can watch the new stuff. It was well, crazy yeah, cool. Here, there's, you know what? You have such a good... That is such a good point because there are people that are legitimately famous. Every I, have no idea, I have no idea who they are. Like, Take, for example, that show, that show uh, Succession. Yeah. I'm like two episodes in. But I don't know who the actors are. Right. Like if one of them walked by, except for Kieran Culkin, I know who he is from okay. Home Alone and Macaulay. Right. But if one of them walked by me, I'd be like, who the fuck is that? They'd be like, oh my God, that's that's Ben from Succession. I'd be like, no fucking clue who they I'll are. I'll give you something like that too. Laney the other day, uh, she goes to me, uh, she, she loves the Kardashians. She doesn't want to cop to it, but she's totally into the Kardashians. So she's like, Kendall Jenner is a supermodel. I'm like, no, pokes. <laughs> Cheryl, you know, Cheryl Teagues or uh, Christy Brinkley Heather or Christy Turlington or Heather Locklear. Those were supermodels. This girl. Cindy Crawford. Yeah. That was a supermodel in my book. Naomi. Now I'm like, I, you know, she's a cute Tyra. girl. Yeah, exactly. I think Tyra was the last of the uh, supermodels. I was just about to yeah. fucking say that. Yeah. I think Tyra Banks was the last, last of the supermodels. Super Absolutely. And she was so cute. Oh my God, Kathy Ireland! <laughs> I loved Kathy Ireland. You give me a little Kathy Ireland. Oh my God! But she never posed nude. That was a bummer to me. I'm like, sure you can <laughs> you can search the web now and find something. I, but I will say this: like Farrah Fawcett, who was like uber uber famous in the seventies. Yes, she was. Why did she wait till the nineties to take her clothes off? She that needed money. Out. I know, but it bummed me out. It's like give it to me when they're like in their prime. They were still pretty good. They were awake. Uh, she did have those kinds. Uh, they were alert. <laughs> she wasn't bad. She must, well, it must have been pretty cold in the room. <laughs> if you're getting what we're saying. I'll tell you what. <laughs> She's got the right last name, Fawcett. Because I was leaking <laughs> that night. Uh, and you weren't even in fifth grade. No, uh, actually, when Farrah Fawcett's was, it's like a night with Farrah or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah. I was in like second or third grade when that came out. Okay. And I remember being at my friend's house and his dad was watching it in the living room <laughs> while we were all supposed to be asleep. I went downstairs to get a drink of water wow. and I saw it and I was like, hell yeah, I love staying <laughs> at this house. The dad was always watching porn late night. It was Good fucking friend. phenomenal. Same, most my same friend had a fucking hole in his pillow. <laughs> I'll give you a funny story Apple about Apple meat tree. <laughs> I'll give you... <laughs> my old man like used to fall asleep downstairs, but he would fall asleep leaving the porn channel on oh yeah <laughs> like and i'd come downstairs to shut off the tv and i'd be looking <laughs> at fucking the weirdest porn dude i remember like when i was like you know like cinemax and showtime you know putting the volume on like number three right and even that would get too loud <laughs> so be like, ah, ah, watching like the softcore porn but then every now and then i'd fall asleep watching like an actual movie uh -huh. and then i'd wake up at 3 a.m to the porn blasting <laughs> And I'm like, looking back, I'm like, that didn't wake up my mom. Right. But volume three, she would have been like, there's unwanted sex in this house. So let me ask you this. I mean, when did you first like put, like attach sexuality to your mom? Did you ever have any of those kinds of things? Like, because like when I Think walked of my mom sexually, never. No, 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 no. What I'm getting at is like when I first kind of connected my parents with sexuality, was around maybe I was like a junior in high school 
Like it never occurred to me they would have sex. Well, my parents weren't together, so. No, you know what I'm getting at. I mean, like you said, Mary Lou would date. But when she did didn't you... start dating again until I was older. Okay. Yeah, I don't think my mom started dating again until I was like 15. Okay, and you connected sexuality at that point with your mom. Yeah, it was gross. Okay. Because <laughs> that's when I started connecting with my dad. A, when he when I said, why did they have all these fucking penthouse and Playboy magazines? Oh, and yeah. they're like, how did he get away with like being married and getting a subscription to this stuff? Like, what kind of a freak was my mom? You know, mm, that's what I was kind of like. That's the real question. That's what I was like. Roy, we had sex. <laughs> Pillows behind the headboard. That was the best. I, I mean, you just didn't put two and two together when you were younger is the point. No, you don't. Well, because you look at your parents, you see mom and dad. You don't right. realize, like, no, mom and dad used to be boyfriend, girlfriend. And they, exactly. Like, there was a time where dad was, like, sneakily trying to get mom to fuck. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I only do it when I'm drunk. Holding the popcorn bucket. <laughs> All right. Now, let's talk about fashion. Oh, that's my favorite one to talk I, about. I know. I know, because you're a pretty fashionable dude. And I consider myself to be an old school fashionable dude. In you, other words, you mix it so well, though. Like you don't look like an old guy trying to look cool. Like you, you blend you. in so well. That's exactly it. I like you talked about the sunglasses. I don't think I can pull them off because they're probably too not school for me. Probably not these. Yeah, I, I need like but a, definitely some blenders glasses you can get away with. Like Jay always says, "Yeah, Dad, you look like the rich guy that uh, that is pretty hip, but not too hip." Yeah, you could probably pull these off with leopard print, maybe, but. All right, so the, I guess what my point is is this. You're a fashionable guy, mm -hmm. but you won't wear, like, ripped jeans, for instance. Like, okay. you, won't, like you won't go out. No, 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 no. And Those days notably are wear fashion-forward things. My style right now is very simple, okay. very sleek, form-fitting. Right. Uh, but it's all, like, new stuff. Like what's what's the latest trend? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not trying to wear jankos or you know sag my pants like I did in eighth grade. That shit's done. We dress like adults now. Okay, but I don't dress like such an adult where it's like you can tell that I'm almost forty. So is that an old school, new school thing? Because I the way I look at it is I'm in the mall and I see a lot of guys my age or a little bit younger. They're dressing like slobs. They do. They're they, disgusting. They look like teenagers, or they're trying to look like teenagers. Well, I mean, even like so. For example. Uh, you know, even like my friends dress pretty well, to be honest with you. My wife's friends dress pretty well. Uh, you know, my wife's friend, Barry, her husband, Matt, I love Matt to death. You know, it was their daughter's like, uh, I think it was fifth grade graduation. He had these beautiful olive pants on right. with a, uh, you know, almost like a flannel shirt, like a long john. But like, you know, like the ones you could wear out. It had the buttons right, on the top. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I believe that was like. Almost like a khaki or like a brown with right. the army green pants. And he had this beautiful brown boot, like a very nice stylish Love boot. Love that, yeah. I'm like, that looks, <clears throat> that is such a simple look. It's just shirt, pants, yes. and boots. But everything's form-fitting. Everything yes. looks nice. The boots are what really gives it that extra look. So you're wearing just an old school, you know, I'm a working man right. wearing boots and shirt. But you're doing it in a way that looks so elegant and so classy. Right. And he, he pulled off the look completely. Uh, but that's how, he, that's how he dresses. And he always looks fantastic like, while staying true to who he is and right. his personality. Right. So that's the old school, new school thing. Like to me, it's like I'm dressing old school, but I will wear an Apple watch, for instance. Or like, right. I, uh, like I'll wear color a lot. 
which a lot of people don't want to wear these days. Gotta wear the color. Gotta wear the colors. Baby. I love it. You and your pink suit. Summer man, season, killed baby. It. Killed it, baby. So well, I, let me ask you this really, really basic thing. Like, when was the first time you saw a person with a nose ring? Tupac. Okay. So you're I want to like, say, say it was like a celebrity. Okay. Yeah. It was a weird thing, though, right? It was different. Okay. Now you So look, normal. It's so normal. Yeah. Is my point. New school gets adopted. Suddenly it becomes... Yeah. I'll tell you this right now. My sister has both her nostrils pierced. Okay. She has a stud in one. But when a, she first got other. it done, you must have been like, what's up? I don't even notice them anymore. But at that's first I was like, that's wow, look at that. Now it's just, it just blends in where like, I forget that's even there. Right. That's my point. So in other words, the new school was adopted to such a point that it's become. Well, it's funny. I've actually asked my sister. I'm like, why did you do both? I was like, why don't you just do one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, she's like, I don't believe in having to pick one. She's like, I liked them both. I had two holes. I said, do it. I'm like, yeah, you're the fucking best. That's awesome. My sister's getting a full back piece right now. Tattoo. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like full back piece by David G. Okay. Wow. Yeah, Dave Gonzalez, Dave Gonzalez. Is doing it. I'm wow. like, holy He's a talented shit. dude. Dude, it's so good. Is it? What is she doing? So she's doing like flowers coming around her ribs. Okay. And then it goes to the back to some flowers on her lower back. And then it's going into a phoenix that goes all the way up her back. Holy I'm shit. like, yo. I'm like, I'm like, you were embracing this. In I'm other like, words, I'm like, you just started getting tattooed like holy a year shit. ago. Wow. And you probably have more than me now. She's really embracing it. But she's just one big piece, just tying everything wow. together. And Dave's done all her work, so That's it all looks so good. What a talented motherfucker he is. Yeah, he's good, man. Wow. I'm like, shit, I want to get one. I don't know. Sometimes, like, the only thing that, that, that still weirds me out is the gauges in the ears. Like, oh, I, I, like I saw Boogie um, Martinez. He's Richie got Martinez. big ones, though. He's got those gauges. Yeah. That's the only thing that I still get a pull in my stomach where I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. I like the little ones. They're cool. Thing is with those is, like, once you take them out, you still have those holes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that, that was the only thing. My thing with fashion, I, I think we're kind of getting to something here with old school and new school. Right. You have old school and you have new school. But in between both of those is the fundamentals. Well, I was going to get to that with jujitsu. Oh, yeah. Were you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have it even with style. I, uh, there are certain do, things actually. that are just fundamental. You know, you go into the schooling talking about ideology. There's some things that should just be fundamental. Old school, new school, fundamental. Don't bring your personal feelings into the school. You talk about what's going on with sex. Old school, new school. The fundamentals Mm -hmm. is be safe, be honest. Bingo. Uh, You know, you talk about religion. Old school, new school. Fundamentals, believe in something. Fashion. So so let me get, let's get to the beat. Let's go. we're kind of running out of time here. Never running out of time. Let me talk to the producer. Yeah, he says we're good. (laughs) We're an hour 34 into this. So... Let's get to the BJJ part of this whole thing. Okay. To me, old school is fundamentals. Okay. Yeah. New school, barambolo legs, uh, lapel guards, you know, any, anything that's funky that's, that's happening. Inversions. Right. Okay. Leg entanglements. So. Speaking in Japanese. So, right. <laughs> that, that, listen, if you're trained jiu-jitsu in the last 10 years, that shit's fucking Ah, Ashigurami, the whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah, when Sankaku, I started, right. yeah. When I started 17 years ago, only the throws were done in Japanese. Okay. I sort of garment, now right. everything's. Japanese, I'm like, I, I need to go to stone class. What's happening here? <laughs> All right. So my question is, what percentage, if you're talking to a white belt, what percentage of a successful and strong background is fundamentals, old school versus new school? I would say it's 95% fundamentals to be successful in this. 
and then 5% of like mixing some new shit in there. Not necessarily leg locks. I'm just saying like new, new ideas. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to agree with that. I mean, part of me wants to say it's 100% fundamentals. Because here's the thing, if you don't get those fundamentals, you're never going to get to the new shit. That's what I was getting at. If you don't learn the the breaking me- mechanisms on, you can be like, oh, I'm learning heel hooks. Okay, how are you going to get to the leg? And I've met a lot of people who, you know, become fixated on legs, right? And, yeah. and they, that's all they work on. And then they get good at it. But here's the problem. Once people learn how to shut that down right on, on you, right. you have no game. Whereas I'm a half guard player. It's very old school. Mm-hmm. You might shut down my sound, go-to, old-school half-guard. Right. But my fundamentals have taught me what I need to accomplish to be able to sweep you or get out. Step one, fundamentals, old-school, get the underhook. Step two, fundamentals, old-school, get my frames. Step two, fundamentals, old-school, make sure I'm on my hip Mm -hmm. facing you. These are all these little things that, you know, you call them old-school, but if you don't know that, Right. You're fucked. I mean, I was even thinking of like Hodger just coming back Perfect using example, using right old school stuff and just Dude, dominating. His whole fucking game was fundamentals. Right. Sweep. I think Gordon's pass. a very fundamentally uh, sound uh, guy that way. Gordon's very fundamentally sound. Uh, 100%. He can do everything. And here's it's so funny. People will always refer to Gordon as like, you know, a leg lock guy. Yeah. But the reality is in the last He's couple of years. He's choking people. He's choking people. He's using pressure. Yeah. He's using, you know, he's passing guard. He beat Gava with the rear naked, right. a rear strangle. Yeah, same thing. Um, yeah. You know, I think Nicky Rod was the only one that he beat with a heel hook. Right. And he did it in, you know, under a minute. And that's just his way of saying, I can do this whenever the fuck I want. Mm, right. You know, he challenged himself by not, by purposely not going for legs. Right. You know, that's people forget. Even someone like Gary, people forget. Like Gary's like, oh, his leg. Gary was winning in the gi. Hmm. You know, Gary, his nickname is Lion Killer because he was finishing everyone with rear strangles. You know, like. Yep. That's what I'm talking about. Old school. You got to have that sound life. You can get by in life. Old school. I mean, it's cool to throw in the new school stuff, Mm -hmm. but damn, I'm digging on the old school. And maybe Uh, it's because I'm an old guy or whatever the fuck you want to say, but uh, it's like I'm comfortable with it. I like the old school because with old school, you can always adjust Right. When you go strictly new school, you're losing right. all that old school stuff. Right. And you can use that analogy for anything we were talking about. Listen, you can talk about that with the Bible, too. If you only look at the New Testament, Damn. you're forgetting a lot of important things. And that Old Testament has a lot of very important information oh, yeah. that is going to help you ex- help explain and understand that New Testament. I always think that about Christians. I always say, why, don't, you know, why wouldn't you understand both parts? You have I mean, to. You have to understand what brought this whole thing into being. Well, I'll tell you right now, growing up Jehovah's Witness, it was very important to focus on both. Right. Gotcha. We'll say that. Some other wonky shit, but right, learning the you, Bible was very good. Are you ready for a 2000s TV trivia game? Yes and no. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Here we go. Within two years, within the number two, how many seasons of The Office were there? I believe there were nine seasons. Bingo. Right on the money. Okay. Number two. Allison Hannigan. Kobe Smulders. What was the name of their show? Allison Hannigan and Kobe Smulders. Um, I want to say that was uh, Will and Will. No, it wasn't Will and Grace. Was it Will and Grace? How I Met Your Mother. Never watched an episode. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're one for two. What is the hospital in Scrubs? Oh, fuck. 
I don't know. And I've watched a lot of Scrubs. Sacred Heart. Damn. All right. I'm <laughs> going gonna, gonna to fuck this one up. All right. Here one for three. What are the last names of the male friends characters? In other words, Chandler, what? Um, it's uh, Tribbiani, right. Bing, and Geller. Very good. Extra credit. What are the girls? Geller, um, Buffet. Wow, you got that one. Okay. And Rachel. Rachel. Rachel Green. Bingo. <laughs> you were a friends guy. A lot of friends in my house. All righty. All right. Within five, <clears throat> how many episodes of Game of Thrones were there? <clears throat> I'll give you a variance of five. No, no, no. I'm going to go with 78. Motherfucker. It was 73. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. I never would have gotten that. I believe it was like, what, seven seasons? About seven ten. or eight seasons. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay. The MTV Awards Kiss with Britney and Madonna. Do you know what song they were actually singing? Hmm. I don't even know the song. It was a Madonna song. Yeah. It wasn't an older song. It was one of her newer songs right, at the time. Exactly. Um, I want to say it was some dumb fucking song. It was called Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. Everybody goes to Hollywood. There you go. Yeah, fucking horrible song. <laughs> All right. What did Ashley Simpson get caught on Saturday Night Live doing? Lip syncing. There you go. There it is. Uh, I'm going to give you the name of And something. then she did like a weird little like Irish jig. Uh, yeah, so exactly. And stormed off. Uh, well, that ended her career. <laughs> it really did. Mm-hmm. Oceanic 815. What show is that? Oceanic 815? Yeah. Uh, and this is 2000s TV shows? Yeah, 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 yeah. When I tell you, you're going to be like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oceanic 815. Oh, yeah. wait, don't tell me. That's an address, isn't it? No, no, it's actually a flight, I think. Or an airline flight. I don't know. Lost. Never seen an episode. Never saw an episode either. I wouldn't have gotten that. Nope. Who are the original judges on American Idol? Simon, Paula, Randy. Bingo. Nice. Good catch on that. Uh, what is the spinoff show of The Big Bang Theory? Um, what's the what, what's the main character's name? It's like <laughs> yeah. smart, young, 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 Sheldon. young Sheldon. There you go. I'll give you that one. Uh, where did Andy Bernard go to college? <laughs> Andy Bernard went, I want to say... <laughs> Oh, my God. I want to say Brown or Cornell. That's what it was. Cornell. Cornell. <laughs> Good job, bro. That's Cornell. Okay. I knew it was one of the ones like in New York. Modern Family uh, on that show. What does Jay Pritchett, I guess that would be Al Bundy's character, learn to impress his wife? No idea. Speak Spanish. Mm. I thought you might jump on that. Uh, what is the only comedy to win the best comedy Emmy, Emmy five years in a row? Five years in a row. That's Five years good. in a row. This yeah, is the year. This is the two thousands. Yeah, the show was in the two. It's kind of spanned the late nineties into the two thousands. I'm gonna go with Frasier. Bingo! Holy shit! Good job, brother. Yeah. Okay. I probably do better with nineties TV show. Yeah, <laughs> I'll catch that next time. Name. What's the name of the family? And everyone loves Raymond. The last name. No idea. Barone. I thought you'd get that. Nope. What are the last names of Will and Grace? No idea. Truman and Adler. 
You got to remember, by the time I hit 2000s, I was wondering. Yeah. By the time 2000s hit, I really wasn't watching a lot of TV. Okay. Uh, Dwight owns what type of farm in the office? A beet farm. There you go. Nev Shulman produced a documentary and turned it into an MTV show. What was the MTV show? Catfish. Bingo. Right, and it's Neve. Is it? Yeah. And that's an Israeli name, too. His documentary is fucking so sad. Is it? Oh. That's a bummer. I saw a little bit of it. Laney watched Because he's, he's basically hanging out with the woman who catfished him. Okay. Oh, he was the one that like... It, he, yeah, he was originally catfished. Oh, There's a whole doc- know that. Yeah, he did a whole documentary oh, explaining wow. what it was. And MTV was like, we could probably do this every week. <laughs> but there's a scene where he's with the girl and, you know, she's like an older woman. She's heavier. She's yeah. married. Oh, bummer. And he's like, can you do me a favor? And she's like, what? He's like, can you talk in her voice? And she's like, I don't want to do that. He's like, please. He's like, I just, I just oh, want to hear shit. her voice one more time. So he like closes his she eyes. She really fell in love with this girl. Dude, she starts talking in the voice. Oh, no. And he starts crying. Jeez. And she's like, I'm sorry. He goes, it's okay. What a mo. But like, that's like, did you see the document with Manti Teo? No, no, I didn't see it. Fantastic. Fucking heartbreaking. Oh, is it? Okay. Because he starts telling these stories and you can tell that in his heart, He's still he there. tells the yeah. stories like they're real. How do you fall in love with someone just strictly on the computer, though? Dude, the way he explained... It wasn't just strictly on the computer. There's so much to it. Is there? But Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, it's almost like as he's telling the story, he gets the emotion. His brain reminds him, that was fake. Yeah. And he's got to go through the emotions all over again. Yeah, you see these guys, especially when and, they, when these girls fuck with them so much. Go watch the Manti Teo doc. Dude... You're going to be pissed when it's over. Wow. I, when I was done watching it, I was angry. Right. I was fucking angry. The last three are kids' shows. What is Mr. Krabs' real name, first name? Mr. Krabs. I don't know Mr. Krabs' real name. I know you're the Krusty Krab. Eugene Krabs. <laughs> and what is Squidward's last name? Uh, no idea. Tentacles. That's right. I love that show. Such a good show. I love that. Hey boy, uh, what relation are Drake and Josh? Jason loved this show. Drake and Josh. Well, the one just got fucking caught. He just got caught in real life, and the other one lost all his weight. They were stepbrothers. Stepbrothers. And then the last one, little old school. What's the name of the van in Scooby Doo? Mystery Machine. There you go, baby. <laughs> yeah, two thousands. I'd probably do better. Or nah, the 90s. 90s. And I'll yeah. hit you with those the next time. Uh, fun fact. If the sun is the size of a beach ball, what size is the earth? The size of a baseball? The size of a golf ball? The size of a pea? Or the size of a grain of sand? If the sun is the a sun beach ball. The size ball, of a beach ball. How big is the earth? Well, I think it's like a thousand Earths can fit into the sun. So I'm going to say the size of a pea. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize how small we really are. It's pretty amazing. Well, some people will tell you that the sun is actually smaller than Earth. And we do not orbit uh, the sun. Exactly. It lives in our sky and mm-hmm. it heats us from an angle. Are these the? Is this the flat Earth crowd? It is the flat Earth <laughs> <laughs> It is the flat Earth crowd. Interesting. <laughs> All right. 
This is the big big question. Bang, big I'm question. I'm cleaning out my uh cleaning out my kitchen. I'm cleaning out my closet. <laughs> Don't that I said one, I'm sorry, dude, mama. That's the one song my motherfucking uh boxing coach would always play. I never meant to hurt I, I, you. I, I get like this, the shakes when I hear that song because it's like I'm expecting to get hit in the head. I got some skeletons in my closet and I don't know if no one knows it. I love that fucking song. <laughs> all right, so I'm cleaning my my uh, my kitchen, getting rid of shit, getting rid of all these whatever. And I'm saying to myself, this is like, we have a junk drawer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what useless shit is in here? What are the three things in your junk drawer in your kitchen? Like, <laughs> Dude, I don't know if we keep in any of our drawers. Oh, seriously? Steph still has to point me to the forks. Okay. <laughs> no fucking clue. <laughs> I don't know where anything is. Really? Pots, pans. No, I don't fucking know. So you don't have like a utility drawer where like Yeah, like, we have one. Okay, so what what are the three what like the three main things in there? I don't know. Like, just, fucking, I don't know. Okay. I don't go in there. I just open it and throw random shit in there. All right, let me change the question. What were your three worst dates? <laughs> Give me that. My three worst dates. Yeah. Oh god. We're an hour 48 uh, into this. Let's that's see. That's a tough one. I'm, All right, give I'm, me your worst date. I don't fucking know. My worst date? I don't think I've ever had like a worst date. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. The girl I was describing was one of my worst dates. I can find the best in anyone. Okay, really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Have a good time. I'm, I'm a little surprised. Yeah. I might not be like, you know, hey, let's be romantic. But, you All know, right, so like, let's yeah, say you go out to time. a restaurant and the girl's mouthing off to the waiter or waitress. <laughs> that's not that's not happening so that's my point did you ever have a situation like that no and i'll tell you why i think it's because i worked as a waiter so when i was dating girls kind of either i met them at the restaurant right, or, okay. or they knew i was a waiter and they knew how to behave so there wasn't a date you had where you're just like what the fuck man run be honest with you i didn't i didn't, didn't i didn't date like crazy all right then let's take it further was there a date where you had like a weird sexual situation like she was way too into you and you weren't into her or something or I'll tell you my worst date. <laughs> the worst floor date. is yours, my Here friend. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Uh I was down in Seaside with my ex. Okay. All right. This is the four year ex? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh we went she fucking always liked going out. So we went out and we're with one of her other girlfriends, can't remember her fucking name. Now, at one point in the night, uh, I go, hey, I'm going to go to the bar, get some drinks. Right. What do you guys want? You know, we're in our early 20s, so we're drinking LITs because hangovers aren't that bad. If I drank only LITs now, I'll see you next week. (laughs) Mark me off work. I'm going to be a horrible fucking father. like a bear that was hit by a train Yeah, we're we're done. Like, I'm going to hate life. (laughs) Got it. So, I am a guy at a bar in Seaside Heights. Right. My ex was, you know, a you know, blonde hair, blue eyed, looks like she lives at the fucking shore. I'm not gonna get served. I'm waiting. Okay. And waiting and waiting. And it's packed. By the time I get the drinks and get back to her, half an hour probably goes by. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it was brutal. I go to where we were, she's not there anymore. So I hang out and I fucking I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Twenty minutes go by. At this point, the three LITs are fucking gone. I pounded them. <laughs> if I'm by myself, I must have a good time, right? Exactly. So now I'm having a great time. I'm a little drunk. Yeah, a little diced. Got Go it. to the bathroom. As I'm 
walking out the bathroom. So is she with her little girlfriend. And I'm like, hey, I'm like, where the fuck you been? And I'm just laughing about it. Like, what the fuck? Right, yeah. And she's like, where the fuck have you been? And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? I was like, I went to go get drinks. I came back. You were gone. She's like, we were waiting. We went to the bar. We didn't see you. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, mean, I just love the fact that you're buzzing heavily and suddenly you have to come back to earth. Oh, dude, I've got, like, it was a great time. Like I got like, I got like a Coors Light hat that they were giving out. I've got like beads. Like I'm loving Swag. like, yeah, I'm having a great time. She's like, where the fuck were she was? Let me explain this to you. She's probably one of the worst human beings I've ever met. Okay. Uh, which I'm so grateful I had her in my life because it was only after dating her that I can truly appreciate my wife and I realized wow. what I would never deal with again. Uh, just a wicked, wicked person uh, who's, you know, still looking for love because she's not married yet. Um, so I'm like, yo, like, chill the fuck out. I'm like, I went, now my buzz is gone. Now I'm getting angry. That's what I'm angry. saying. You're coming back to earth now. Yeah, I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? I'm like, I went to the bar. It was a long line. Yeah. I came back to where we were standing. You were gone. She's like, you're full of shit. I'm like, then where the <laughs> fuck was I? I was like, I'm not from here. I don't know any of these people. Right. So now she's all mad. I was like, yeah, I'm, you know what? Fuck off. Wow. I'm leaving. Now, this is where, this is my favorite part of the story. Because when people say, like, there's no such thing as racism, I'm like, mm, there is. <laughs> We're walking down. I'm trying to walk away from her. I'm trying to get... She's now following me down the boardwalk, yelling at me. Don't you walk away from me. Yelling at me. Right. Don't walk away. Fuck you. Get back here. I'm like, no. I was like, I'm not (laughs) dealing with you. She's like, how are you going to get home? I was like, I will get a cab. These are the days before Uber. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to get home. I'm going to get the cab and tell my mom. Yeah, I'm going to tell my mom, like, I need money. Like, I owe this cab like a hundred (laughs) bucks. Right. I got it. So we're walking. She's like, take that stupid fucking hat off your head. Grabs my Coors Light hat, throws it onto the beach. Holy shit. So I go. I hate when girls get physical like that. Typical. I'm like, I'm like, you're fucking crazy. Now she's following me grabs the back of my neck, grabs the beads and rips those fucking off me. I try, I'm like, get the fuck off me. I was like, I'm going home. I'm turning away, walking. She kicks me in the back of the fucking knee. Oh my God. My knee buckles. I fall to my knee. I get up and fucking grab her arm. Soon as I grab her arm. No. Red and blues. Wow. Put your hands down. Put your hand. And I'm thinking, here we go. Wow. I'm brown. She's as fucking white as they come. <laughs> We're in Seaside. I'm going to fucking jail because of this dumb bitch. I was livid. I don't blame you. Livid. They made me sit down. They made me put my hands behind my back. Yeah. They ran me through the whole thing. And then they go right to her. Are you okay? Now she's crying. She's like, please leave him alone. He's fine. I'm like, this is a fucking scene from Cops. Exactly. I'm like, this is everything my mom warned me about. Bad boys, bad boys. I'm like, my mom what would always tell do? me, think without con la gringa, be careful with the white girls because they go fucking crazy. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, Mary Lou was fucking right. I was like, Mary Lou was fucking right. I need to find myself a fucking Spanish girl because at least- <laughs> Who's even crazier. Yeah, at least she'll <laughs> kill me. This bitch is going to get me arrested for something yeah, I didn't do. But she would do it in private, the uh, yeah. Spanish girl. So now the cop's like, you know, are you okay? Did he hit you? Has he ever hit you before? I'm mm-hmm. like, 
I'm like, so now I'm like, did you see her kick me? And he goes, no one's talking to you. Sit down. And I'm like, now there's the other cop with the light on me. He's like, don't move, kid. Just relax. Just relax. And I'm like, she literally fucking kicked. Like, I'm talking like, I'm like, she kicked me. I'm trying to walk away. And she right. he goes, I know. Just relax. Just relax. So she's like, we're fine. I'm just so drunk and I'm so upset. <sighs> so they let us go. Wow. Her brother picked us up and I was just fucking. But that whole night I'm just sitting there. I'm like, God, I can't wait to fucking break up with this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just hate. By the time we finally broke up, like the only feeling I had towards her was hate. Wow. Yeah. Did I ever Great tell story. you the last my last words to her? No. Oh, it was fantastic. We were like talking on the phone and we were like kind of like talking and you know, seeing and she hit me with the the what are what are we? What are we doing? <laughs> like what is going on with us? And I was like, I don't know. Why are you in such a rush to put a title to things? She's like, Because like I just want to know what we're doing. And I was like, Listen, I'm not doing shit with you right now. I was like, we are talking, we're hanging out, we're seeing where this fucking goes. Right. Because at the end of the day, you always change, and then we get back together, and you go right back to fucking being crazy. Right. And I'm not falling for that again. Her typical quote, you always make me sound like I'm a monster. So I said, finally, grew a fucking pair of balls. I said, if you sound like a monster in my stories, maybe it's because you are a fucking monster. Right. So now she goes off. She oh, starts no. saying some shit. <laughs> These were my last words. So I was like, you know what? You want the truth? Here's the fucking truth. You're not a good person. But keep it up. Keep living your life exactly how you're living it. Right. Because you'll end up a lonely, single, 50-year-old alcoholic like your mother. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> and I said, goodbye. And I hung up. Never answered another phone call. Never wow. answered another text. Done. Wow. And I remember driving home like, oh, that <laughs> felt good. Fantastic. It's a great way to end the podcast right there. <laughs> well, the best part was when I ran into her mother several years later. Okay. In an elevator at the hospital. So it's like enclosed environment. Mm -hmm. With a full <laughs> elevator. And I see her and I'm like, oh, God. And she's like. Hi, Miguel. And I'm like, hello. She's like, remember me? So-and-so's mother? And I looked at her, I was like, how could I ever forget you, Virginia? Oh that was her name. God. She's like, how are you? And I couldn't, because she hated me. She literally hated me because I was Puerto Rican. She actually kicked me out of the house one time. She was like in a drunken stupor with her boyfriend. And she was like, get out of here. I know you just want to get my daughter pregnant so you can abandon her. That's what you Puerto Ricans do. Oh, my God. True fucking story. I never told my mother that story. I was what like, a my sweetheart. Mom. I was like, if I say this story to my mom, she's going to kill her. Yeah. But Mary Lou, that happened. So I turned around. <laughs> what a sweetheart. I turned around and I looked at her and I said, I'm doing great, Virginia. I'm actually here with my wife. She's having our second child. A little girl this time. We already wow. have a boy. And she looked at me. She goes, good for you. I was like, great for me. And then we got to my floor. I was like, take care of Virginia. And I got off. I was going to be like, fuck Yeah, exactly. You. I'm like, it felt fucking great. Success is the best revenge. It really is. I was just like, fuck off, Virginia. You mm. piece of shit. Wow. Her and her boyfriend fucking Gene. <laughs> Gene was the fucking worst. Anybody with the name Gene. Unless his last name is Simmons. Mm. Fucking Gene. Just a mm. fucking bum. Wow. Yeah. Bummer. Good times, though. I win. 
<laughs> Winning. <laughs> and your daughter has a pet pig now, so fuck off. There you go. Nice. All right, that's how we're there ending you go, it. go, baby. I love it. That was a good one. All righty. Old school. Talk to you, baby. <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye-bye.